hello and welcome to another episode of A Brother's Crawl. That's Fran. I am Fran, and that's Bob. <laughs> I, I think you're doing this just to fuck with me. I ho- hope, I hope you are doing this to fuck with me, Fran. I was, I was gonna say I wasn't your brother. <laughs> no, shit, why would... Are you on medication? Not pain right medication. Now. Pain medication Not specifically. Right now. <laughs> but when I go to bed, I am. <laughs> so as you can hear, Jake's not here. He's at Ramblers, and nobody. What people the fuck keep, is Ramblers? Have you ever seen Spaced? Yes. Okay, Mike was in Ramblers. The not ter- the uh, oh. the Weekend Warrior stuff. Okay. Yeah. Oh. So I've just. <laughs> I called it his little. Uh, I think I started saying his weekend warrior thing just to be, Not a, to dick. be a dick. And but then that we tried. No, like no, Jay. I said it to be a dick. That's, that's, but that's then we true. went to Ramblers just because it's fucking hilarious. Because that one of our one of I think both of our favorite episodes is easily the fucking. What happened? I got kicked out of Ramblers. Why? Put too many rocks in my rucksack. <laughs> Rolls. I just kept rolling. Oh my God. <laughs> they say it with the same gravitas Ooh. of freaking Starship Trooper yeah. when Rico gets that kid killed. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fucking good. Uh, it's beautiful. So, yeah, we have Fran here. And since Jake's not here, we talk in anime. Anime. Of course we are. Fucking hell. This season's been good. I need to remember to turn my ringer off because it's hella fucking loud. I never have my ringer on. I usually don't, but I started doing it after I lost my fucking phone. So, <laughs> Lost or stolt? So it fell out of my back pocket while I was riding around one of those stupid little scooter carts at Walmart. And someone took it, didn't turn it in. We tried to track it using Google because Google lets you do that. And we found it. We did the paging alert thing to let them know that we know they have the fucking phone. And then we sent them a bunch of messages telling them to put the phone back and whatever. And they turned it off. So, No shit, because that's what you would do. Not me. I'm a good person. I turn in someone's phone. No, I'm saying if you're going to steal something. Yeah. And someone says, hey, we know you stole this. You fucking put that shit in a lead box like it's kryptonite. Here's the thing is my phone had a giant crack across the screen from one corner to the other it was fucking huge okay it was like four years old like you could definitely tell that it's models old but the but the shit that's worth money is inside it dickhole yeah but it has a pin that they're never gonna guess they're gonna have to factory reset i'm not talking about the information i'm talking physical parts that thing is so old what would they want the parts from it for it wouldn't be compatible with anything. No, dude. You could actually take the copper out and sell it for oh, a profit. I forgot that The copper. actual shit in the phone yeah. is worth money. But I think, I mean, we're in Ogden, Utah, so I feel like whoever took it was probably a meth head and doesn't know that there's copper in the phones. Because that's pretty normal in this area. Yeah, but this probably- is also the type of people who you have to put warnings on steel wool... That you have to burn it before you put it in your crack pipe or you will die. Yeah, <laughs> there is actually warnings those... on those because if you fucking put a fresh thing of steel wool into your crack pipe and light it up, it will kill you. The fumes will kill you. So you have to burn it and then stuff it in your well, that pipe. That makes sense. But I'm sure most of the crackheads around here know that. Yeah. You know how they learned it? 
Two people before them died. Trial and error. <laughs> fatal oh, error. Fatal fucking error. Uh, <sighs> so, Fran, I need to ask, okay, uh, viewers, so when last we left off, I did I did let you know that Fran's kid tried to kill her. <laughs> All right. Omened her right down the fucking stairs right like she was goddamn Damien. Apparently, since that time, Fran has broken a toe on her other foot. <laughs> Please, regale us. What the fuck did you do, and how have you oh, been pazuzued? So, so Marceline, this goes back to her again, Marceline picked up the dog food bowl. Hitherto known as Damien. <laughs> My baby Damien <laughs> was running with the dog food bowl, and I have a, a big thing of stairs that leads into our basement. Well, she thought it'd be fun to throw the dog food down the fucking stairs. Which I can't have her doing because I have to walk up and down those fucking stairs. So I went to catch her and somehow managed to catch my toe with my crutch. So when I lifted off the ground, <laughs> I snapped it entirely in the other direction. And I didn't immediately process what happened. I just heard like a pop and felt like a pop. So I looked down. And there was my toe, and there was just a sheer moment of panic of, oh, what the fuck is this? I'd never broken a bone before. So I had, it took me a good, like, two, three minutes to finally realize you broke your fucking bone. Holy shit. And then the pain came in. <laughs> I was oh, like, God, oh, my Fred. God. Eve. <sighs> yeah, and it sucks because it's, it's my fucking pinky toe, and the fracture goes all the way down from the toe, and then it continues into the outside bone there on the foot so i can't really you put... broke two bones yeah so i can't really like put a whole lot of weight the most unnecessary toe in the human body to the point to where it's when crushed. seeing somebody with a tiny pinky toe is a sign that they are physically more evolved than you because about five <laughs> generations from then we will not have pinky toes we will not need them and not only did you break that you broke its casing fucking bone. Yeah. You broke... I broke its supporting bone, yeah. So, it's... That's my life, guys. This is me. Yay. God damn it, Fran. You know, and then... And then, after that happened is when I lost my phone. It was the day right after that incident happened. <laughs> so, you can imagine how pissed the fuck off I, I was that, you know, the universe was dumping so much shit on me. Thankfully, we were able to get a replacement within two days, so that was nice, but holy fuck, has it been a trying month, trying year, really, this whole fucking <laughs> yeah. year. It's been fucked for you, dude. It has. The only good thing that happened this year was that I got that fucking promotion. Everything else has been a goddamn And nightmare. what, a month after that promotion? <laughs> no, no, I had, I got promoted in, uh, in June. So. Ah, I got to enjoy the job, learn the job, be... Hopefully still have the job. Oh, they'll hold it for me. I'm just not going to be paid the whole time I'm out. So that was the other great universal thing dumped on me because I haven't been with a company for a full year. I don't get disability coverage. So It's a year, not 90 days. It's a year for that because you get your health benefits and stuff immediately when you get hired on. But disability only kicks in once you've been a whole year. And I can't do light duty because they only do light duty for people who get hurt at work. And there is no such thing as light duty on the lines and the fields. Light duty is you sit in the fucking guard shack for hours. 
So can you stop for a second? Jake, grow the fuck up. I know you just snickered. <laughs> Duty. Duty. <laughs> he, fucking, he fucking would. I would too. That's how I know he did. Because I did. Because <laughs> you did. Fuck, editing me probably will giggle, okay? Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> You'll hear it again. I'll be at work (laughs) Monday or Tuesday, whichever time I decide to edit this, on my break, editing it. And yeah, I look like a total fucking knob wearing some tin cans, (laughs) just fucking at my desk still. But since when have you ever cared about what people think you look like? Always. I may not not acquiesce, but that doesn't (laughs) stop me from caring. You really shouldn't give a fuck. It doesn't really matter. (laughs) It's called being neurotic. All right, babe? That's how mine decided to come out. You are very much so. It's bad. Oh, shit. Anyway, since you've had all the time in the world. Yeah. Anime. Anime. This season. What have you been watching? None of it because it all has subtitles and I'm trying to make Christmas hats. So I have to listen to things that are in English. Do you have a Funimation subscription? Yeah, I have Funimation. Well, I have VRV, so it has all oh, the access. Oh, you got yeah. Yeah. Well, you can watch it a week later. Can I? Is it that soon? A week or two. Because, kid, you need to be watching Slime Time. Slime Time? Okay. It is another fucking isekai. <laughs> all right? Okay. Another bullshit. Okay, since... There's a good chance half just half the people listening don't fucking... It's one of those, hey, I'm now in a new world thing. It's about a guy. He's just a random old salary dude. He's going out to... Uh, he's nearing on 40. Never had a girlfriend. But it's not one of those, oh, boo, who's like, well, honestly, it just never happened. It's just... It was more just a fact of life instead of a core of his character. Yeah. Not like and, how real life is. Well, more like real life than how an- than like uh, media would portray it. Okay. Media would portray it as, oh, fucking shit, serious. <laughs> it's like, well, shit happens. Uh, he's going to uh, meet up with uh, someone from work who wanted to sh- uh, tell him something. Then he sees he has a girl with him. He's like, is he trying to show off his girl to me? Then he finds out that's what's going to happen because the kid loves him to death. Oh, and he wants, wants his to, approval? Yeah, and no, just wants to hang out with him. He's like, hey, this is my girlfriend. We're going to hang out. Some dude runs up, stabs him. Just fucking shanks him. Oh, fuck. And the whole time he's going over through all the like, it's so hot. It's so cold. It's this. It's that. The pain. And every time he says something like, oh my God, it's so warm. It's so hot. It's like a voice pops in. It's like analyzing uh, desire. What the fuck? Heat resistance. Granted. And it's like, okay, yeah, sure. Whatever. And he's still having his, his like, I'm fucking like, I'm he's fucking dying. dying. I'm thoughts. fucking dying. They're like, it's like, oh my God, it's cold. It's like cold resistance. Granted. Merging with heat resistance, creating temperature resistance or <laughs> elemental resistance. And it's like, oh God, it, the pain, it hurts. Like, I uh, research granted, damage resistance given, damage uh, nullification done, damage. I uh, wait, let me stop you. Is dude a fucking android or some shit? No, no, it's just going over all these things that he's now immune to, he can now do. And it's like, oh God, all the. Like I hope when I get re- uh, when I get reincarnated, I'll go out with all the girls. I will I will be able to date all of them. Every girl will love me. And it's like understood. Skill granted. Predator. Oh my god! <laughs> oh shit! Oh, fuck. And 
He gets all this shit and all everything he says ranks up and then he wakes up. He's in a cave. He's a slime. He gets reincarnated into a slime because oh of everything God. he fucking said. With the with the broken ability of Predator, which anything he consumes, he now has the power of. That's fucking ridiculous. He gets he a like fucking power. ditto. Shit. No, he is just a slime, <laughs> like a fucking uh, a, a, a Dragon Quest slime. Oh my god! It's called that time I got reincarnated as a slime. Holy shit! And I'm so upset that the community has not dubbed it Slime Time. Oh my god, that'd be great. It is the funnest fucking show because it's a world that's used to this. Because oh, the first thing he, me- he meets like is a Sundere dragon. Yes, a Sundere dragon that's trapped up in this uh, force field and becomes his best friend. Aww. Sounds adorable. A but dragon in trapped. a slime. He's like, hey, you think I could help? I could figure out a way to get you out of there? It's like, uh, it would take forever. It would take a long time to understand what this shield is made. I was like, okay. He just grows like super big and eats the fucking shield oh. and has him inside of it. Has his best friend inside of him until he can figure out what to do. Oh my and God. And it's about him like just running into stuff. He ends up becoming like the head of a goblin village. Oh, shit. Because he saved them from some dire wolves. Since he ate the fucking dire wolves alpha, they all became his uh, supplicants. And Holy he decided, fuck. you know what? I'll give you all names. Because why don't you guys have names? People don't have names. Rand- it's rare that someone has a name. That's not a that's not yeah. a person. Because they're named monsters. Aww. Which means that they're special. Yeah. With like an MMO or something like that. Yeah. And I... Uh, by giving them all names, it takes magic from him, but it they, comes back. But yeah. it also upgrades everything into Hobgoblins. Oh, my he God. He fucking force evolves so many people. like, <laughs> hey, I'll give you a name. Oh, shit. That's, <laughs> that's actually technically bad, isn't it? <laughs> well, it might not be because now maybe they're... It's... Oh, no, no. Because, yeah, he he fucking trains them. He, his they're giving, like, like, awareness Don't kill and people. Shit. Yeah. Don't attack people because you attack someone, their friends will get mad and attack you. It's a vicious cycle. Just don't. Let and be let, all right? But it is so fucking funny. It is the best show of this season. This sounds like a good fucking series. I'm digging that. There's idea. also some good ones like, uh, was it Spiced? Spy hyphen D? Yeah. Yeah. It's about uh, high school girls who are uh, I've spies. Heard of, I've heard of this and one. And they gain superpowers by eating yeah, spices. That one right now is a big one on Reddit. It's because- sound design is Phenomenal. Because yeah. I'm, I'm. It's uh, scoring is ridiculous. It's on a uh, high dive. Okay, yeah, I'm subscribed to the subreddits for anime because a lot of the times they'll do polls to vote in what is the best of the season, and that was like number two or three. Yeah. So, I, I honestly haven't been watching too much this season because, man, it's just so. There's some shit. Things. It's, it's just a, hard. Holiday. This holiday season time gets crazy at work. No, gets fucking crazy in life. <laughs> huh? Anime's just it yeah. hasn't they haven't had that many great ones. And no, I tried true. watching uh, a certain magical index again. I got like twelve episodes in it the first time. I can't I can't. I can't. The female lead in that show is the worst. There I, was one I was watching this Railgun's good two seasons ago and I can't remember what the fuck it's called, but like it's almost got that weird incestuous feel with like a brother and sister and they have powers. Oh, no game, no life? No. Thank God. I think it's... 
Magic High? Magic High School? Magic oh, God. Uh, the Irregulars at Magic High? Yeah, it was Why? weird. Why? Because it was recommended, so I watched it, and I was like, I don't know how I feel I about this I watched that anime. show twice, and I don't know why either time. It's... It's so... Like, oh, you're the... Like... You're you're bad at magic, but you're only bad at magic because you're actually the best there is at this yeah. very specific thing. It at least had the thing going for it that it wasn't sugarcoating the fact that they were trained to be fucking uh, killers. Yeah, the thing I did They're like trained to be soldiers. The thing I did like from that show specifically was that I did like the uh, the way magic is used and the way they explain the usage of magic and stuff. But because eh. it's 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 almost like science driven, and I thought that was cool. But because let's, because let's usually not forget. usually any show where the core premise is I my sister really wants to fuck me but I am too good for that but no secretly let's let's shit me and my sister suck no. dick yeah I don't like those animes that's not it's not my genre I know that there are some people who are super into that kind of shit that's I'm not judging you it's and just this not is what someone I from Kentucky telling you <laughs> but. I just know that in most most fantasy, it's either science over magic or magic over science. That's one thing I and like so, I, I, that got me into watching Index is it is a a entire city that's a school that's researching uh, ESP powers and it's uh, and it's all science based. All right, and, you can you can only do it because. You you work out the science of how to yeah. do it, and see that sounds really cool to me. I think. Well, uh, and then there's also the magic side. That uh, magic it's basically if you can't do that, there's magic, magic. and yeah. it's. But oh, the main female lead oh, no. is the most painful person. <laughs> oh, oh, it's that it's that annoying. It's you remember Love Hina? Yes. It's like if every character in Love Hina was the same person. Oh, except. What the, the 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 shy girl? Yeah. If all of them were the same person except the shy girl, that sounds awful. Yeah. Oh and my the main God. personality was Hina. <sighs> fuck. <laughs> fuck that. Or Hinata, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Uh, Hina. Yeah. I fucking hated that show. I tried to watch it because I liked some harem anime, so I thought, okay, I'll watch this one. Oh my god. And that guy has done much better harem anime. Yeah. Nejima? I'm sorry. I, I love I know Nejima. it's Nejima, but I, I, I've read the book for like four years before fucking anybody Nejima's ever so said it. Cute. It's Nejima to me. I love that series. But it still had issues like that. Like, yeah. I really... I, I mean, hell, even after you find out, found out that Asuna's his aunt, they still yeah. fucking talk about... Like, they still shit them. It's like, dude, it's... They're well, here's, blood. Here's the thing is, people are gonna ship... Whoever they want, all the time. I mean, it's... No, I'm talking about story-wide. It was still a huge... Yeah. Oh, and then, like, fucking UQ Holders came out, which was... The comic I liked. The show... UQ Holders? It's the sequel to Nejima. (gasps) There's a sequel? Sort of. It's deep into the future after, you know, magic is just a thing. Yeah. Uh, There's this kid who goes to school, and uh, he's apparently Neji's grandson. Oh. And his teacher is Ava. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> Someone's uh, going to rob the fucking someone's cradle. Someone's going after her fucking, uh, coming after her because of the bounty. Yeah. And accidentally kills the kid, so she turns him into a vampire. Oh. It's about the immortals, the, the demons, oh, okay. that side of it. Because they never really go into what, yeah, yeah. they never go into like much, a lot of the, it, yeah. it was, 
Nejima was based on the whole magic and let's let's see naked 14-year-old girls. Pretty much. Yeah. I'm sorry, 16-year-old girls. <laughs> but still, uh, <laughs> that. This is all about the monster side of it. And this thing is, the weirdest thing just threw me off of the show. Because the comic had a really nice pacing. Yeah. The show jumps around a bit and it kind of like threw me for a loop and I was like, I, were they just like no, trying to jump no. through characters and like No, no, well, it's I don't know why because it felt like this like the last 3 issues of the of the first season were rushed. Oh. But you wouldn't have need to rush them if you would have like one of the funner episodes was or issues was showing you the technology of the world. Yeah. It's it's they're on their their long road trip to go somewhere. And that'd be cool. He just runs cool. into this lady who's also planning on going to where they're going to go and she's just repairing stuff and it's all about it's just this little bitty interlude on issue 3 or 4 of the book that just deals with the technology of the world and introduces uh, of course what's going to be the harem because of course there's fucking harem. Yep. One of which is of course the super androgynous best friend who is basically uh oh god what was her name a uh, uh Seki fuck the the Seki sword fuck. girl the sur- the sword girl in <laughs> Nejima yeah uh god I can't remember her name but looks almost just like her from the same school and is also the weird angel thing but huh. is androgynous to the point to where they get to decide their gender later depending on. Well, you know, but it's, according to mythos, no, no, angels no. are androgynous. This is all because they, you know, it's because you can have the character that's also the, uh, the femboy. Yeah. And the butch girl. Yeah. You can't have your cake in fuck its nondescript holes too. Why not? It's called gender fluidity. It's a thing. In this context, as in the show is just trying to get two steezes with one character. Hey. That's the problem with it. People do it in real life. I'm not talking about real life. I'm just saying, if they do it in real I'm life. I'm talking about a cartoon about 10-year-olds fucking. <laughs> well, you know, they can do it there, too. <laughs> they should. No. <laughs> no. Because they were all going to jail. <laughs> You're so against this. Yes. <laughs> Just from the from the point of, you could have made two characters. <laughs> it was it was it, it shows up as a fucking like maybe, a decision. Maybe it's to add like a little bit of extra storyline later down the road. Oh oh, it is it is, and you yeah. know what that storyline is? All right, because the best friend character, because that character is the best bud to the main character. The story is about how everybody says, you might as well just be a girl, so they just be a girl. That's sad. That makes me sad. So? She's peer pressured into choosing her gender. She's cock pressured. Cock pressured. Like, he, like no, no, no. He'll, he'll want to fuck you if you're a girl then. So, yeah. it Man. Uh, but, nah. It's... Oh, no. What all have I been watching this? Let me... Scroll through your list. Yeah, let me go through my Crunchyroll. See what I've been. Yo, Crunchyroll, hit at me, yo. <laughs> yo, yo, Crunchyroll, make my account free. Bro. Oh, <laughs> fuck, how did I forget that? Gridman. Gridman? S-S-S-S. 
Gridman. No, that's not a Nazi thing. That name sounds familiar to me. You know what it means? Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad Gridman. Oh my god, that Triggers new anime. I'm I'm already signed up. Oh, oh, when it's when it, it's calling itself that because it is a tokusatsu show. Like I, uh, you know, the uh Power Rangers Beetleborgs, yeah. those grow big monsters attack. It's a it's a cartoon that's that. Ooh. To the point to where the CG usually CG monsters in anime suck. This one, the very first monster walks like a guy in a suit. I love it. We're talking like it's got like this big long head that shoots out of its stomach, and you can tell like when he moves, it its mouth just is a gate and just and when it gets ripped off, it's still it's still running around because that the dude is in the suit. Oh my god! It, it is designed like one of those shows. I fucking so love everything's it. slightly slower when they're doing things, and it's so good. This show is amazing. I'll have to watch it. And this. it's a fucking mind trip. It sounds pretty this fucking good. This show is me. beautiful. Definitely. Definitely uh, put it on your sh- on your shit. Yeah, I'm like making sure I remember it. Oh, it's so good. Oh, and then there's Goblin Slayer. You know, okay, so I've heard very mixed reviews about that one. That one was mentioned a lot in the Do subreddit. Do you like P? P? Yeah, do you have a thing for P? No. Because the guy who created uh, Goblin Slayer has a big thing for P. I don't give a fuck if he has a big thing for P. Does the anime have a the, big yeah. thing for P? <laughs> Why the fuck wouldn't I bring... Yes, it comes through. Like, oh no, girl gets scared, girl P. And yeah, they, they, they fucking... I know they did it. It was done like this just for shock factor. This... I, I understand this show. All right, I understand it. I've heard it's but I'm really disappointed brutal. Disappointed with it because it starts out a, just a regular first level adventuring party. Let's go kill some goblins, and then the goblins murder uh, one of them, poison slash kill the other, and then assault the lady fighter. Oh. Yeah, let's let's just let's leave that pregnated pause in there for effect. You know, all the, this was all without any kind of warning it was going to happen. So that's why a lot of people had issue with it because some people don't like that shock. But I, uh, what it's about is the min maxed murder hobo of a D and D party. It is. It is taking the grim dark story of the, of your fucking original character do not steal, all right? This is my most amazing D&D character. I gave him this best this super dark backstory. He's going to be but all they do is kill goblins. That's it. Just- that's all he does is kill goblins. He refuses to take any other quest cuz that's the only thing he is good at. What the fuck? That's all he does. That's kind of is- pathetic to me. Yeah. And it's all like he is he is really good at what he does, but what he does is one thing. Is kill goblins. Kill goblins. And it, it, it does a bunch of like... Now, there are some really good parts of it. Like, they ran into a... Uh, they needed to get... The, they were fighting this big, big fucking ogre. And they were getting their ass handed to him. Until he pulled out something that he was... That was foreshadowed about two episodes before. Mm-hmm. Was a scroll that he had. Do you need to push back or pull no, it up? I'm good. Okay. Uh, 
He had the scroll, never really said what was in it, just a spell to help him. It's an idea he was wanting to try. He had someone create a scroll for him. Hmm. It was a gate scroll. You know, it'll open a, a portal to another place yeah. that'll stay open. Well, this is how he defeats the boss. He has everybody get to high ground. I think that's why. And then he opens the scroll. Or then he has someone activate the scroll. The gate scroll, the point that it went to was the bottom of the ocean. So they murdered him with pressurized, pressurized water. water. That sounds pretty cool. <laughs> so things like that were and like they ran into a beholder and they nobody knew what it was. They just knew if it looks at you, you can't cast. Yeah. Oh, and hey, it can disintegrate you with rays. So he was carrying around flower, uh, this like just sack of stuff because he wanted to try something. It of course was fine grain uh, flour. <laughs> Yeah, right. He throws no, no, no. He throws it in and has somebody cast. Has like the the archer draw attention over there, so the so that someone can cast. Just chucks it up and has someone set it on fire. That's great. Because what happens when you set flour on fire? Boom. Yeah, they fucking murdered. That's pretty great. So there's some really cool stuff in there, but is it worth it? No, it's not worth it. Mm. With the shitty CGI art or character that pops in every now and again. CGI? Yeah, no. he is. I hate- when he walks, he's fucking in CGI. And it's bad. It's, it's not berserk CG. God. But it's noticeably bad. I hate. I I understand that for them, it's like supposed to be the next step in animation or whatever. But I hate a lot of the CGI shit. Because what I love about anime is the art is the art, and the CGI kind of kills the fucking art aspect of There's it. only a few shows that did okay CG. I liked Code Lyoko a lot when I was little. No, uh, no, no, I meant as in, the as when I say CG, is background CG. You know, like when you have, like, the all, the, like, the entire class of, of two dudes, one girl. Yeah. Like, walk on a rail away, like, that kind of thing is a, a show we're going, I'm going to talk about. I kind of liked uh, the the stuff they in I uh, uh, Yawamusha Pedal, Yawa Pedal before I, don't think I, I got disenfranchised that with that show. Uh-uh. The first season's great. the the first The first arc is okay. I like it because it's all about you know what kind this, of anime is it? It's a it's a uh, it's a sports anime. Okay. Boys on bicycles. Oh, so of course everybody. I've heard of this yeah. one. Okay, it is. Uh, it, it falls into the tropes of sports anime so hard, though. Uh, that's the problem with. But before it does that, it's amazing. It's you, fun. Everybody has their own stupid little, like the 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 rival team. The like the fucking the speedster on there. He fucking pedals with his abs. So he like he named his pecs Andy and Frank. Oh when he pedals, y'all like abs, 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 oh and it's so God. fucking dumb. But. Uh, the kid is known for his weird climbing when he climbs up a hill style, which is he will start singing the fucking theme song to his favorite magic girl anime. Hey, if it gives him the power. And he gets the whole fucking crew. Like, there's a scene where everybody's just peddling away, singing the fucking, uh... Love Princess song just going up a hill. It probably fucking has fucking hilarious great tempo. Yes, it, that's the point. Yeah. Yes, it has a tempo, but I don't fucking care. It's hilarious. It's great. But when the second, like their whole, uh, let's go back to nationals after they won nationals, the national whatever, 
It's literally the same things that happened the last time around. Huh. First, first off the bat, the kid gets tossed into the back. He grounds up, gets back to his team. Then day two, he someone falls behind, so he goes back to get him. I stopped fucking watching. It was the same bullshit. Yeah. I was so bored. I was so done. But the characters are good. They're fucking good. You know, now that I think about it, the only sports anime or even manga or anything I've ever been into was Yuri on Ice. That was the Baby only one. Baby Steps. Baby Steps is the single best sports anime, manga, whatever. I've heard a lot of people say Baby Steps is a good it's manga. It's the best. And here's, I want you to know why it's the best. The protagonist gets with the girl midway through the story. Oh, so it's not instead he gets her of, at the end? or ins- Yeah, instead of her being a prize to be fought and won for, it is a relationship that comes about. Like, and usually, I joined X because girl. Yeah. No. I... Uh, he, he he this is why he joins a tennis club all right for the most 50 year old fucking i just retired bullshit reason it's a way to stay active it's a way to it's a way to get exercise in wait how he old is, is he he's in high school oh. he's just so he gets straight a's cuz he thinks you're supposed to oh. he just exists he's yeah. not thriving he's just he's not there. living on anything exactly he is yeah. just He's doing the things he does because you're, that's what you're supposed to do. He's going through life mechanically. And he also does that because he's not very good at things. The only reason he's good at school is because he didn't like... He he felt like he had to be good at school. Like, you have to do well. He had to put effort. So he, he did that. He just takes a shitload of notes. That's his thing. He has to break things down before he understands it. Now, honestly, very on the spectrum shit. All mm, right? Okay. So that's what I, I got from it from him. And I, uh, so yeah, he just joins that and then he sees a bunch of, and of course, uh, best girl, the, the <laughs> cutest girl in school, mm-hmm. the queen or whatever they fucking call it. She's the best uh, girl. Yeah, she, she actually is. <laughs> she is best girl, but I, uh, she's there too. And he sees her play and some other people play and they go hard and he, he's like, okay, yeah, that'd be kind of fun, I guess. And he is completely out of shape and they have him try to return balls from some dude. Yeah. And he actually hits one just right. And he gets obsessed that he hit it just right. He wants to find out how he, he did it. He wants to recreate this it. Is how, yes. He wants to make that his standard. So he gets balls deep into tennis. <laughs> then starts realizing like, you know, hey, you want to you be in a tournament. Go be in a tournament. He goes be in a tournament. And that's his whole thing. Like, And he just keeps going and going and realizes like, after a while, like, man, I kind of want to do this. He likes it. He finds this a passion. This is my life. And this is my steez. Mm. And his whole thing is, yeah, he takes notes during the match. Any break they have, he's busting out his notebook. Well, yeah. He has, like, a fucking stack of them. There's, it's oh, such shit. a good show. And I am so... The show stops... A quarter of the way through the story. Oh, I am shit. so pissed. Why? I, I don't know. That sounds awful. It's such a good comic. So I should just read the comic then, so I'm but, not disappointed yeah, that there's not more. But then you'd have anime. to like dig around on some shit like fucking kiss anime and, or well, you you could just torrent it, which I would could, be better. Yeah, I was like, I could because, just find it. I mean, if you're going to steal something, actively just torrent it instead of using kiss anime, which legitimately puts the puts money in the pocket of thieves 
Yeah, no, like I don't. I don't use Kiss Anime. It's fucking ridiculous. That is, it has been appraised at a fucking fifty million dollar industry. Kiss Anime, really? Yes. Damn, they're bullshit because they don't pay for anything. How do they, they get? How do they ads, get away with it? Uh, by being illegal. They just yeah, but I mean, they just shut down that showbox place. So yeah, I... every time it shuts down, it comes right back up. Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's fucked up. It is fucked up. Hmm. Yeah, and also it'll give you fucking viruses. That makes sense too. All kinds of fucking viruses. They're coming for your shit, man. Yep. It's oh, it's so fucking. Nah, annoying. this is why I pay for VRV because it lets me watch from all the servers. I really should have so. just got Verve because I have everything like, by it's itself. It's only like twelve bucks, so. Really? You get all that shit? Yeah, for 12 bucks. Fuck me. Because how much... Crunchyroll's like, what, 10 minimum? And then Funimation's 8, so there's $18, so it saves and you. And I also have High Dive. Yeah, so... Which, oh God, I feel sorry for one of my friends. Why? I convinced her to get High Dive. She kind of... Uh, something happened, and it charged her twice. I don't know if she ever got... Uh, she never told me she got that money back. Then right after that got cleared up, it signed up. It was part of her, which she already had. <laughs> It's like, oh, you poor soul. And it was all to oh watch uh, Tomakun is never has never been in love and shit like that, which is a good show. Hmm. Last thing is, that's the problem with it. It doesn't have that much new anime. It had two this season, and they're both pretty good. That's where that spiced is. And I, But it has a lot of older anime? Oh, yes. It also has the OVAs. Ooh. Which Crunchyroll, for some reason, doesn't. Also... It has Garden of Words. What is that one? You know, Your Name? Yeah. That dude. The dude who did Your Name. It was a fucking... It is amazing. Garden of what? Garden of Words. It's a movie. Very, very, very uh, slow burn. Mm -hmm. Because his whole thing is the visuals. And yeah, they're fucking phenomenal. The visuals are phenomenal, but I... Fuck yeah. The set pieces are phenomenal. And uh, it's just about this kid skipping from school. Because it's rainy. He just doesn't want to go. He, and he runs into this lady in this gazebo in the park. I know which one this is now. I haven't watched it yet. But yes. it is on my list. Watch it. It is amazing. They like develop like a relationship. Yeah. I remember now. Yeah. yeah. During the rainy seasons in this gazebo. And it is amazing. I fucking love this show. And I almost got a write-up at work because of it. Because I just, I didn't even tell him I was being late. Because I was like, I was like, man, this show's almost over. I'm just going to watch this. Oh, my God, Bob. (laughs) So I was like getting to the bus. I was like getting to work. And I forgot to tell him. (laughs) This was when I was at the theater. Mm. Yeah. I didn't fucking care. No, not that (laughs) place. Fuck that place. That place got nasty real quick. That place was always nasty. It just got, it was just perceived less nasty because of the people. No, it was be- it was it was really fun when we had Jared as a boss. Well, yeah, because probably because he wasn't an alcoholic. Well, he just didn't give a fuck, so it was fine. Guess what? Kelly didn't give a fuck either. But Kelly came into work drunk, and I didn't have to experience that. Thank yeah. God. Yeah, fun times. Yeah. And also, well, Arlena existed. God, she was fucking hot garbage. I'm so happy I told her to fuck off. Ugh. <laughs> uh. I loved I loved asking her to explain something to me and she couldn't because I was going through she was telling us how we had to do the well, I don't I never got that you had to cut up the sandwiches. You're in a dark fucking theater. Why would you want a sandwich that falls apart? So when I made a ham and Swiss, grilled grilled it's four pieces, yeah. grilled two back to back, and then put the, the Swiss in the middle, bam, it's a melt. Yeah. Also it doesn't fall apart. 
And I asked her if the, like why is like, like like and she saw how I was doing this like why are you doing it like that? Because it doesn't fall apart. Why is it that this like I was like why is it that it has to be chopped up though? Yeah. Because like well it cooks faster. It's like no it doesn't. This it cooks just the same. Yes it can cook faster if you. But here's the thing everybody lumps them together. If you spread it all across the thing yeah yeah. But when it already takes a minute to cook anyway, you you're know, fucking splitting hairs. I always bitch. did it that way, anyways. I always separated my meat when I threw it on there. And I never. Then... <laughs> I separated it into two piles just because after, like, man, too much. That's just you being an asshole. Yeah. Since the chicken had six pieces, I did that in two and yeah. put one piece of cheese on one side, and another piece of cheese on the other. But no, it. Yeah, it made no. She fun. was just dumb, and she thought she knew so much about because culinary she went to fucking. Skills. She like went to a a practicum or some shit. She's so dumb. Like, nah, nah. She wasn't happy when I got my serve safe, I don't think. Because I was fucking, I actually explained shit to her. I was like, no. You were like, bitch, look. <laughs> like, no. Was like, sorry, I was late for work. I was at cooking school. Yeah. And like, yeah. Throw like, that fuck shit in you, her lady. fucking face. But. <laughs> but. I've been talking this whole time. Yeah, I'm, it was because there's a bunch of stuff Fuck. I haven't seen, so I'm, like, really fucking interested. I've been revisiting a lot of, like, older animes that I haven't seen in years. Along with, like, movies and stuff. Just because, A, they're already in English, so I can knit and, and listen. But also because I couldn't remember a lot of their storylines and shit. Like, I, w- I was finding myself struggling. So it's been kind of cool because I've gotten to to gain a new perspective on some of these older things, too. Like, I watched Pompoko the other day. I don't know if you've ever watched that. It's no. so it's it's a Studio Ghibli film. Uh, and it's about raccoon dogs <laughs> who are having their area destroyed for more uh, more township being built. And so they try to, like, fight against the humans. Oh, that one, yeah. Yeah, and they, like, transfigure, and they use their giant balls to fly and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember watching it as a kid, and just, it was so funny. It was so fucking hilarious to me. But as I watched it as an adult, like, this, like, gravity fell upon me, thinking about the terrible situation that the poor raccoon dogs have to go through, and then at the end where they all have to fucking decide to either just dwindle away in this shitty city or force themselves to live as humans, I was like, this is awful. I was like, this movie is so depressing. <laughs> so lightheartedly depressing. It was fucking, I'm getting all teared up thinking about it. It was so sad. Kind of like a reverse Bluth movie. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. those start depressing and, and get, get better. middling. Yeah. Better middling at best if you're lucky. <laughs> because, yeah, he, oh, oh, the, Nobody could say uh, American Tell is a is a happy story. It's so sad. Oh, Five Old Goes West was pretty adorable though. Yeah, because it was a sequel. You don't count yeah. the sequels. But oh wait, Rescuers, Rescue, Rescuers was, was just good front to back. Yeah, no, that shit was fucking dark yeah. for a kids movie. It was dark, but it wasn't. De- it wasn't Littlefoot's mother. Did you ever watch um... the Starship Leave? What the fuck was it called? The, I can't remember if it's called The Isle of Nim or... Oh, The Secret of Nim? Secret I of Nim. I never saw it. I do own it, though, sadly. That I used to give it. me nightmares as a kid. There's a lot of, like, oh, yeah, horrifying about... art in that one that's really fucking good. It was kind of traumatizing. Yeah, it was an shit. 80s era Henson project yeah. kind of look. Oh, feel to dude, it. it was... Fuck. It, it was fire gang disturbing. And I haven't... <laughs> oh, my God. I haven't watched it again as an adult. I've been hesitant because that one really did. It fucked me up for weeks when I watched it at the first time as a kid. And I never watched it again. Along with The Last Unicorn. That movie also fucked me. 
as a kid. So was it the three titted uh, vulture? Uh, fuck yeah! She or no, was the titty tree. The titty tree. It was just. It was just all of it. It was just the imagery was so fucking virile. It was nuts. But yeah, it was a weird show. It was, and then like all of them being pushed into the sea and essentially dying, and you're just like, that is so sad, and it's fucking. That was terrible. They were prison. They were not oh, dead. Yeah, they were in prison. They were in prison. They were scared of a red bull. That not Charles Dance was using. Oh my god. That not Tyrion Lannister. Or oh, Tywin, sorry. Tywin Lannister, yeah. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, by the way, just to get a little off subject, did you know that George R. R. Martin released another book? And I believe it's the one that the new series is going to be about. Which is the beginning of the Conquerors of Agent and them coming to Westeros. Oh, really? Yeah, I believe it's out already. You should look into it. I know, everybody, I, I I haven't even finished the third book. Because I was on my second just, Sansa chapter, just stop. and I was done. Just stop with the books, because he's never going to finish the fucking last one for that one. Just yeah. be done with the Game of Thrones series. But I've heard this other one's really good. And it gives you a, a richer understanding of like the background and the history. And I think that's really cool. But I also like that kind of stuff. I would stuff. just wish he'd flat out just say it's part of his Thousand Worlds universe. That would be beautiful. I still haven't... I need to I need to look into that. You recommended it to me last week. Yeah. It... It's cool. It's some cool because I like I like weird sci-fi, but weird sci-fi also can get. Uh, how earlier I was telling you about fucking uh, when I was on that plane and got it got rerouted to yeah. Idaho. I was also around that time reading. Uh, we are Bob, or we are Legion. We are Bob. Oh, okay. I know what. Which I is about? Read the, it, okay, but... it's about this dude Bob. He's in Vegas. Getting drunk as fuck with his friends, with his uh, colleagues at work, because they just sold like the thing they were working on. Yeah, and oh, they all made bank. So he decided, you know what? I'm going to sign up for cryogenic freezing. All right, because that always turns well, out so well. Because I mean, hell, they make it better. I don't care. There's no fucking afterlife, anyways. Who gives a shit? He's completely fucking ambivalent about everything. He's like, might as well. If you die, oh well. If not, hey, you never know. Come back in the future. So he leaves. Wham! Gets hit by a car. Oh, fuck. Wakes up. And is like, hey, what's what's going on? Why is everything dark? And this guy's talking to him. And it goes over everything that, went, that happened. So, and it really terrifies you when you read it. And now context, because mm-hmm. the guy tells him that there was a super fucking uh, orthodox president who put wow. in all these religious Fuck. rules. So the next president fucking went overboard removing all that shit. So there was a religious uprising. Took uh. over the country. Yeah, it it was kind of terrifying reading in this context. Yeah, but, and, the, and this And then it kind age. of, uh, they burned just about all the cryogenic freezing places, which is where he was being stored. Hot damn. He was able to be saved, and he was sleeved into this AI, basically. Because huh. now he's all, he's sort of like, he's a copy of Bob. He's not Bob. He's a copy. copy. He understands it takes him a while to fucking uh, source that out. So what they're going to do is they're going to send him on a Lost in Space-style trip out into the huh. universe... Because humanity's fucked, the earth is fucked. He might as he well. He needs to know, no, they need to know if there's something out there. 
So they sent him to task flying out to the space uh, in the next universe or the next uh, system Galaxy? over. Oh, system. Okay. To create like a uh, a fast travel network, a hmm. sub, you know, just, yeah. Yeah, not hyperspace, but, you know, faster than yeah, normal. just the lane. So that way you could take people 20 years instead of, you know, 100 and shit like that. And But there's other fucking companies trying to do the same shit. Other countries doing the same shit. So he, he kind of breaks his programming. And it's just about this this guy who goes... Uh, just traveling through space. He's just going through space. And then he realizes, like, okay, he's here. I'm supposed to replicate. I'm supposed to create more of me. So he creates, and he thinks it's kind of fucked up, but he creates like five or four more of him. <laughs> and then they all vote on who, on as oh in like who God. gets to stay. Because someone has to stay. Everyone yeah. else gets to go have fun. But then you notice like things change. People, like, it's, it's not perfect. They yeah. each have their own, their own, li- their own stints. Like, one of them is super jazzed to go to Vulcan, even though he knows for... They all know. They all know that it's not Vulcan. Yeah. He doesn't care. He fucking wants to. Another one calls himself number two. And he uses a holographic <laughs> thing that makes him Riker. Oh, my God. And he goes back to Earth. There's and It's just all about... It's this whole book series about what they do. They, their progeny, cool. their, their progeny. And it's awesome. It's great sci-fi, but when you're cramped in a fucking plane and you're already kind of thinking, like, even talking about it, it's giving... No, 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 not terrifying. It's just, there's so much going on, it kind of gave me a headache and my brain started... And it's kind of doing it now, too, trying to remember everything. You're, like, trying to process all that fucking shit. It's It's like reading an Asimov fucking novel. Yes! Yeah. Yes, and it's just... Uh, it's good, but you're just like, oh my I gotta god! Stop! Just put it down. Yeah, I get it. I get what this is about for the most part. Just put it down. Put it down. Just put it down. But nah, it's but that's that. Uh, the Thousand World series is just fantasy that is sci-fi. That's cool. Yeah, it's fuck yeah. A bunch of weird fucking things about eugenics Ooh. and about how even this like one dude, I, uh, I uh, this one dude who uses a a basic eugenic factory, which he can custom make uh, anything for a planet. Originally using it to be, you know, the savior for, like, I'll go in, I'll sweep in, I'll save the day, I'll make them pay me. Then he realizes that it doesn't make anybody better. It's kind of like the monkey's paw thing, to wow. where you realize you go Whatever through all you this, and it nof- yeah. no matter what you do, it doesn't fix anything. So real quick, now that you're on that particular subject, yes. that was... One of the big things that hit me about Madoka Magica. Ah, go. So. Yes, uh, 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 couching this. Yeah. I I told Fran to pick one anime she's wanting to really go on about because we're going to do a deep bitty into it because this is this is hers. Mine's going to be after with Silver Spoons. So, yeah. yeah continue. Madoka. So. Obviously, there's going to be spoilers, so... <laughs> no, no, fuck it. We've we've established yeah. this for so, many episodes. You're fucked if you don't so want spoilers. the general premise... Of it's Ma- also five years old. Yeah, the, the, the general premise of Madoka Magica is that you make a contract with this being called Kyube, and Kyube grants you whatever you wish for, but in return, you have to become a magical girl and help fight witches. So, and this is, this is all the information you get in the first episode. And you're just like, okay, this is going to be really cute. The animation is fucking adorable. The characters are 
so fucking adorable. And then someone gets eight. Well, okay, so <laughs> this this is one of the big things that like completely caught me off guard. So in the opening of the anime sequence, they show Ma- Madoka, who's the main character, Sayaka, who's her friend, and another girl named Mommy, who was like their Ooh, teacher. Mommy. Yeah, she's so cute. She was so cute. Uh, mommy. But anyways, uh, and so they show them kind of doing stuff together. And then at the end, it's them sitting on a cute satellite and it's all adorable. And then three fucking episodes in, they kill mommy off. She's fucking dead. And another thing too with this series that I just, the the people who made this put so much thought into this because they do they do a good job of starting it off as like oh this is a cute happy anime but here's some really creepy shit that happens because those scenes with the witches are made to give you anxiety on purpose that is the whole point of that scene that's why it's animated differently that's why everything is constantly shimmering and moving and just really fucking creepy so it goes from donny osmond to darny darko yeah really fucking quick so like it it, and on top of all of that general premise, they're slowly discovering that Kubei is an asshole who's tricked them. And the reason why it reminded me when you said the monkey's paws because their wishes don't go right. And that's on fucking purpose. Because what Kubei doesn't fucking tell them is that all magical girls are going to turn into witches at some point in time. And then when they're killed, he's going to harvest all their fucking energy to use it to help power the fucking universe. Yeah, it's how it's how everything works. Yeah. He's the he is the uh, slaughterhouse of the universe. Yeah, he's he calls himself an incubator. So that's yeah, that's like his title. So he is how the sausage get made. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's how the sausage gets made. So on top of them discovering this shit, one of the other fucked up things is that when they turn them into magical girls, they take out a soul gem from them. But we he didn't fucking tell them was that the soul gem is them and their bodies are now just fucking empty husks. And they discover this because the two of the girls were going to fight. And so Madoka grabs her friend's soul gem and throws it into the freeway. It lands on a car and travels off and Sayaka just drops. Uh-huh. And the other girl who's trying to like protect Madoka this whole time but is acting like a standoffish bitch. She ha- she goes and retrieves it because she fucking knows this rule because she's she's a time traveler. And so she yeah. keeps reliving these moments over she's and trying over. To save. She's trying yeah. to save Madoka from making the choice of becoming a magical girl. And so, uh, yeah, never once in any of her turns she just said, "Hey, if you do this, you will die." Well, she did. the The, the first time she returned really? back, oh. she gathered all the girls together and told them what was going to happen, and they didn't believe her. They like blew her off, and it they it became mass mayhem, and then they all fucking died. She like tried to kill all of them, so it was it was a mess. So, but yeah. So, which with uh, this iteration of the sh- uh, this the story, which iteration does it take place in? So this one takes place in the current the you you what? when she when she quantum leaps. So which yeah, <laughs> which when, one of these? Well, like which one of these does she Sam Beckett into? Yeah. So the, and the, where is her Al Calavici? Oh my all god! All right, it's like ah Sam. No, Ziggy says you need to tell Madoka not to go there. So here was here was the other thing too is your powers as a magical girl are based on your wish. 
So because she wished to go back in time. She has a power of za. And so as she starts to, as every time that she, de- that she goes back in time, she comes back with knowledge and she ties the bonds of fate closer to her. So she becomes more powerful and she develops like extra skills to her power. It's fucking crazy. And she, and her going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth through time loops is what makes Madoka so fucking powerful and magical and has so much potential because she's bonded so much fate to her that now Madoka has the fucking power to become a god of a whole fucking universe if she wants. Like, it's nuts. But, so she, she goes back the first time and she tries to tell the girls, you're all gonna die. That falls apart. She comes back the second time and tries to tell Madoka what's going to happen. And they accidentally end up figuring out that you become a witch because Sayaka, one of the friends, becomes a witch because she's filled with hate and curse and whatever. And so then mommy kills her and then tries to kill the other two and ends up dead herself. So then, you know, they have the big fight with the boss happens. They're both dying. The, the, main, the main girl, Madoka... And the friend, Homura. And so then Madoka saves her, tells her to go back and to to tell her not to make this mistake again. To tell her, Madoka, to not make this mistake again. So then this fourth time that she goes back, she realizes that she's just not going to depend on any of the girls. She's not going to rely on any of the girls because every time it's fucking failed. So she just straight up tells like Madoka, like, don't become a magical girl. Don't fucking do it. And then tries to manage all this shit that's happening. Uh, And it's crazy because each of the girls have, you know, so one of the main characters is Ryoko. And Ryoko's had a really shitty life. That's why she made her wish. Her dad was a preacher, but people thought he was trying to start a cult. And she saw how depressed he was becoming and depraved. And so she made a deal with Kyubei to make all the followers listen to him and come back. So that he would be happy again. And it works for a little bit. But then her dad realizes that she's going out and killing witches every night. And it's her wish that made it possible. So he believes his thing has been corrupted or whatever. And he goes crazy. Kills her mother and her sister. And then himself. Leaving Ryoko alone. So her wish obviously came back and bit her in the ass. We never find out what mommy's wish was. I'm assuming, oh no, we do. Mommy's wish was she didn't want to die in a car accident. And then she ends up fucking dying anyways when she gets her yeah, head. Yeah, she asked not to die in a yeah. car accident. A so, specific. Yeah. That, that's not a monkey paw thing. I don't want to die in this specific instant. I got you, fam. Yeah. But guess what? You're still going to die. I You're mean, still wait, going you die. just asked for this. Yeah. We gave you this. One. So hers. No, there was no uh, Faustian bargain. There was yeah. no back, back it was uh, just... talking. It, there was no double speech. It just was, I don't want to die here. Yep. We got you, fam. Sayaka, uh, when Kyubei offers it to Sayaka and to Madoka at first, they're both just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know what I want. Like, we both have very fortunate lives. So we have no idea what we want to wish for. So they they sit on it. They wait on the offer. And the whole time, Cuba is being a little asshole, trying to put them into situations where they have to they have yeah. to make the deal. But every time, Homura comes to save them because she's already seen a lot of this shit. She's just been pretty much stalking Madoka, making sure to keep her fucking safe and away from Cuba. And uh, the thing with Sayaka is she has this boy that's been her friend since she was little, who she's in love with. He was a great violinist. And then he fucked up his hand in an accident. 
and she sees how much it tortures him that he will never be able to use that hand again. And like they, it kills her inside to see the person that she loves be so miserable. So she goes ahead and makes the deal with Kyubei to heal him. But then he ends up dating her friend who's also been in love with him since she was little. And so that plants what's called a curse in her. And that's what turns her into a witch. That's what turns all of them into witches eventually. They become bitter and angry at the world because... What, when she they, got gift of the magi. Yeah, <laughs> because what pretty much essentially the witches whole thing is that they cause accidents to happen so they can eat the energy of the dying people. They cause people to commit suicide. They murders that like make no sense. That kind of so stuff. So they're like angels. Kind of, but fucking worse. <laughs> yeah. And so that's. They that's, can move. <laughs> yeah. So that's the whole point of them. There's a bunch of other little shit, but the biggest thing that got me about this series was that. Kyubei's character, his race doesn't feel. They don't have feelings. They 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 developed a way to shut themselves off from them, and now it's like a mental illness in their race. Like if you can feel feelings, they're gonna fucking kill you and put you out of your misery because society cannot live with individuals who have their own emotions. That's how they view it. So they're pure rationale. So it's not even necessarily that he's a bad guy or anything. It's just that he. He's just thinking rationally. Yeah, it's pure, just pure ego. Pure, pure super ego. Pure rationality. And so you you see how that affects the girls' individual lives because they're all teenagers. They're all eighth graders going into ninth grade. And you kind of... The, the thing about the show that really gets to me is that they are teenagers and they're entering that point in their life where they're confused and they're scared and they're anxious and they're vulnerable. And hairy. They're getting hair everywhere. <laughs> hairy. And, and the world is just a big fucking mess to them. There, there are things they still haven't figured out, things they can't still fucking understand because they haven't experienced much. They don't fucking know yet. And so you watch... Shit, even after experiencing it, you don't fucking know. You still know. don't fucking know. Because, I mean, exactly. heck, even parents don't understand. Like, I existential mean, crisis is a big thing when you're a teenager. You're like, who the fuck am I? What am I going to do with my life? Like, it's... You know, and so you're watching them go through all this emotional turmoil, and then there's this guy who's taking advantage of their emotional turmoil because it gives him the most energy in the universe for, to provide for the universe... So, like, he's preying on these people because he knows that that's their weakest moment. He knows that's when they're going to be most willing to make deals with him. And if you think it as pure, just logic, yeah. it makes the most sense. Yeah, he's going to... You get the most bang for your buck. You get the most bang for your buck, and they're saving not just humanity, but the universe. They're providing energy for the whole universe. So, obviously, to him, what's one life... Or a handful. What what would 10,000... The 000, needs of the many yeah, outweigh the, the needs of one. Of few. Yeah, that's exactly... Kirk, you, were, have, <laughs> you are and always have been my friend. <laughs> oh, shit. But Smoke! yeah. Smog! But that's, ex that's, ex that's exactly how he is. That's how he views it. And so... As much as you want to hate Kyubei, you can't because he makes sense. Yeah. He makes sense. This In is, his universe, he makes sense. Because, which is a good antagonist. Because he spent a lot of time searching for the right civilization and the humans have been the best so because far. we broke. Yeah. Well, and that, that, was, that was one of the points he brought up is that we feel, we don't just like feel emotions. It is us. It makes us. It's part of 
what is to be human. And because of that, we interact, we interact differently with the power. And that was one of the things he brought up when they discovered that their soul gems are them and not their bodies. As he told him, he's like, why are you attached to your shell? Like, if you're fighting something dangerous, why would I let you fight with a weak ass body when I can put you in something that's easy to defend, easy to hide, and will allow you to continue living even when that shitty body of yours dies? Like... I mean, it makes sense. If you're making super-powered people that you need to fucking fight witches, yeah, of course. But because we're people, and you see this in real life, we're very attached. Very attached to our bodies. It's why some people won't do organ donations and shit. Because they're like, hell no, that's that's my body. I don't want it in someone else. Like, it weirds them out. That means you have power over them, okay? Yeah, and well, You and- can make yourself a... Like, if you give someone your spleen, all right, and then you want to fuck them over... Turn yourself into a voodoo doll and fuck them over. How do you not get that? (laughs) It's science. No, but it's for real. It's for real a thing that people deal with. Makes no fucking sense, but yeah, I know. Yeah, it's just for whatever reason, we're so attached to our mortal bodies. And that was so much so we masturbate constantly. 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 A a form of ego boosting, you'd say. But but it's for real. Like, and, and he, and that was another thing he brought up that really got me thinking, like, I don't believe in having souls or any other other shit. I'm purely 100% atheist. But this kind of like got to me in a way that I was like, well, if this was true or real, it would make sense. Like humans have, according to him, humans have souls. And that's the other thing that separates them is that we have souls, that those emotions and stuff are part of our souls. And that's, that's what makes us who we are. And that's why the soul gem is more important than the body. He emphasizes that because it's all of you put, it's not just your physical, his exact words. It's all were, of you in one easy to use yeah, suppository. His, his, exa- <laughs> his exact words were, um, why do you care about a mass of neurons when the real you is here? And I was like, holy fuck. I was like, why do we care about our shitty bodies that are going to fail us one day? They are. You can't prevent it. Over time, your body decays. We're not lobsters. We're not or lobsters. How much Peterson wants us to be. We're, we're not, not lobsters. lobsters. Exactly. And so it was just like, it goes from, you know, two episodes, a happy go lucky with a little bit of dark to completely like spiraling down the pit and now you're like questioning your own sense of yourself and humanity and you're just like would i make a fucking deal with cube would i want to sacrifice myself fuck no i wouldn't want to you know like it's it's crazy the way it gets you thinking what what i thought was gonna be a sailor moon-esque anime turned out to be a real world fucker fucker for me (laughs) it was it was one of those animes that not only crushed me emotionally but i thought about it for days mentally and especially as a woman who experienced being a young girl, like being a teenage girl. What? You I was exper- like, I'm sorry. You, you're a woman and you also experienced being a young girl. Also experienced. I'm sorry. You're going to need to explain this to me because that doesn't <laughs> track. How do you get from that point to that point? Oh my God. But yeah, it, it, Dick. it like, it like hey, rang, it rang in with that part of me that, that, you know, experienced that. And I thought like, holy fuck, you know, if something like this was going on, how many of us would actually fall prey to this kind of shit because one of the other cool things is that uh when kube was explaining to them the whole reason why this has to happen he was just like yeah like joan of arc and cleopatra and all these other really famous revolutionary women were all magical girls who and I, sacrificed I really themselves. don't like when people <clears throat> do that i like that kind of because stuff. Uh, i i 
I don't like it's like, oh yeah, everything that every time someone has done, it's because they were the special. Not because they were just pissed well, off with no, something. No. It's because they were the special. No, well, no, the way he the way he explains it is we've been interacting with humankind yeah. since you were caveman. Being a magic girl is the special. Well, it's the special, but he you know, he said that that's what gave them the power to fight against the things that they felt were unjust and needed and to be Cleopatra, changed. With Cleopatra, it was just being a ruler. That's Cleo, it. Cleopatra helped the Egyptians really a, a lot develop their science. That is what she's most well known for. Rulers aren't really known for doing a thing, especially when their their whole dynasty is known as doing nothing and being inbred. Okay, first off, their dynasty is not known as doing nothing, Bob. As someone who loves Egyptian culture... This is read through all kinds of shit. I've got fucking dung beetles on my chest, Bob. This is my goddamn motherfucking jam. All right? <laughs> so no, they they have given so much to ancient civilizations. They came up with so many amazing inventions, theories that are even still used to this day. Yes, but I am not the type of person to say, oh yeah, the person who was in charge they did all no no cleopatra ruling, was super ruling, involved she rulers was, she never... wasn't just ruling she was super involved with her people it's what it's didn't what... she die at 16 which cleopatra are you thinking about because the one i'm talking about is the one who was with like mark uh fucking I mark almost, twain i almost said mark anthony <laughs> It was Mark okay. Antony. It's 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 Mark like, Antony. Yeah, but it's still Mark Anthony. Yeah, and, you know it's, it's she. It was her. Cut a couple demos. That one, and, <laughs> and just so you know, big, big fucking false thing is that everyone says it was because she was so beautiful. That was not the beautiful no, she Cleopatra. Was inbred. She... Yeah, that was not the beautiful Cleopatra. The beautiful Cleopatra was dumb. Didn't actually rule. She was like a she was a wife or whatever. But off subject. Anyways. So, uh, where was I going with this? It was cool because he, because he, he, Cuba explained it as he, he, these girls helped further civilization. And so that's why they were important to humanity because humanity would not exist. He straight up said, you would not exist right now. You would still be cavemen in a freaking cave if I hadn't come and given you guys people who were, you know, given power to the people who were revolutionary and, and allowed them to be able to, it wasn't just because they were special it was because they were already a special person in general, someone who could make a difference. And he gave them the power to do that. But he made them the special, but he gave them extra special. Yeah. He made them the special <laughs> just because someone has an idea of a thing then Oh, Hey, now I have magical powers. Hey, when they give them, when you're given magical powers, I mean, imagine, Bob, imagine what Einstein could have done if he had fucking magical powers. Yeah, he never would have left fucking Germany. He probably would have fucking taught Germany a lesson. He would have fucking been the power. Yeah, or you, maybe no, that. No, that's not we a good know. thing. I'm just saying, who yeah. knows? You. The thing is, though, if he had, the, if he had power, he really wouldn't have left. Because then he wouldn't been he wouldn't have been afraid. He would have been he would he most likely would have actually helped. Einstein was really like anti fucking social and shit. I don't think he would have wanted to rule people, but I definitely feel like he would have wanted to help. Here's the thing: if I can, I can only say this. All right, I am anti social. I barely actively say what I'm thinking. Yes, 
you see the type of shit oh, I, I say. Yeah. You give me a bit of power, I would be stolen. Would you? Really? Yes. You really think you would? I I am honestly certain because You think me, that you think that you I feel... have seen I have seen what my personality can be, cause dear God, I have seen my father. If I had more self confidence, you, you would hate me. You don't have to be people would I would be like a your horrible father. human you being. You would be like your oh, mom. I would be. You would no, be like your mom. I would if I had more no. self confidence, I would be a horrible because hey, it took Jake almost thirty years not to be a prick. Yeah, but <laughs> and if I had, but if Jake, you have me with a little more, and I'm a worse person than it. No, you give me a little more self confidence. So because I'm a fuck. Because and no offense again, Jake. I'm oh, sorry. I'll be offense, but, Jake. But Jake, Jake is kind of like an alpha male. That's Jake's thing, you know. Oh, we've had this discussion yeah. plenty of times. And yeah. so, but you've never been like that. And I don't think yeah, you would be if, yeah. I don't think you would be there's if you had confidence. I've never, if like, you were suddenly, big. if you were suddenly given confidence, I don't think you would be a monster. Bro. Oh, I oh, think, I think at I most. I would wreck the fucking world. Okay. <laughs> I don't think I so. I would be the stallion who mount the you, world. You All are. Right, I would, I would be killed in a terrible passion. You are All too right? empathetic. I believe a hundred percent that you are too empathetic. Yeah, that's directly to be, tied to one side. To I become mean, a monster, <laughs> you're you're too empathetic. You're too fucking goofy. Hey, hey, Fran, empathy just means you can see the wants and needs of others. If I, yeah. if, if if you have, if you can, okay, uh, no. no, 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 listen, listen, listen. That means that would give me a certain insight. Sim- I I would know exactly how to fuck someone. Sympathy means you can understand someone's issues because you can relate sympathy to them is you you is you, is, is you, you can relate the, empathy is you can empathy you know. empathy is you can understand you, yeah, things yeah. but not have to go through them to exactly, feel for that person exactly it doesn't which mean, is why empathy is a good thing if you want to wreck someone's day apathy is what you're no talking no about. no empathy is knowing how someone's feeling yeah. You know the best way to fuck someone up? Knowing exactly no, how they're feeling. No, no, no. It's not knowing how someone's feeling. Oh, fuck it's yes, being friend. able You're to. You're wrong. No. I'm sorry. You're That's athlete. what sympathy is. Sympathy no. is knowing and understanding and you being able to connect. Say, no, there's knowing and feeling. Sympathy is well, feeling. Empathy is, is knowing. knowing. Okay, yeah. There you go. Fine, I'll give you that one. Boo, yeah! But still, empathy doesn't make you a bad person. I'm not saying it is. I'm just saying if I were a. Empathy is a good tool for a bad person. Because you know how people you you know, so therefore you know how to how to, where to twist the knife. You can use mm. empathy as a bad person. All right. And I guess it, if you're already thinking of doing hey, that, that I've, probably I've would act- make you. I've a already bad guy. told Jake this. He was with his wife for almost a year longer just because I said one sentence. What? It was he was going off about something, and I I really didn't want him to move out here. I told him this, and he knows. Like, it is the one of the worst things I've ever done. Is and he kept saying like we, us, them. Is like that right there, because you're saying you're still using it as the group term. Me or not? There's no me and her. There's us. There's we. He stayed with her for a good while longer. Yeah. 
So, well, case in point. <laughs> that just sounds like you were reminding him that he's uh, not free still. It, no. Yeah. I was using it exactly in the way that it worked. Oh, my God. Yeah. And I told him this, and he knows that. So Okay, well, maybe you... It was the worst. It maybe, was, maybe... It was seriously one of the worst things I've actively done in my life. Maybe it was horrible. you would be evil then, but oh, not... Oh, fuck yes. Not every be, genius in the world, I feel, would turn into a... I'm just saying it's a very good chance they would. Some could. I could see. Most people but, are kind because the all... Uh, okay, some... I wouldn't You never know why most. somebody's kind. You never know why somebody's kind. You don't. That's true. It could be because they're a good person. But it I could, don't trust that it it's because they're a good they're person. It could be because they're a sociopath and they want you to think that they fit in. You know, I mean, whatever, but... Uh, so anime. Yeah, back, so back to the anime. I just, I just really love that anime. It really got my gears turning, and it just struck me in a way that was emotionally, uh, emotionally appealing. Because again, you know, I've, I've experienced some of these issues that the girls are going through, and so I can sympathize. <laughs> and it, and it does get you wondering, like, you know, how. Because that's one of the big things. A lot of them become witches because they realize how fucked up the world is. How they do all these things to try to save people. But people are just... Some people are just inherently bad. They're just the worst. And it makes them bitter and angry. People. What a bunch of bastards. What a bunch of bastards. But it's true. It's <laughs> There it, you go. You got your IT crowd joke of the day. <laughs> but it was, it was just a really great series. I 100% recommend it. Again, warning. If you suffer... From a lot of like uh, overstimulation and uh, what's the other one called? It's oversensory. Uh, sensory, yeah. Yes, yeah, sensory overload. Please be careful when watching this show because those scenes from the music to the way things are drawn to the way they move are, to, designed, are, des to... are designed to provoke anxiety and you will be more vulnerable than other people. So take that into consideration before you watch. Take a nasty hit off a split, y'all. Yeah. All right, get yourself fuck. in the zone. Get yourself if into I the auto zone. If I watched that show while I was high as fuck, my brain would probably go to all kinds of other weird cosmic places. The first time places. I watched uh, Akira, I was fucking high oh my as balls. God. I, I didn't like it. That it, sounds it's scary. It's not like as in it scared me. I just didn't, because I also saw Jinro. All right, because, okay, story time. <laughs> uh, when I was doing that that college thing, and I, uh, we, I'd spend the summer up at a college, take classes, and mm -hmm. get underprivileged people to want to go to... Uh, college my last year there which wasn't supposed to be my last year they just didn't invite me back because apparently i'm not a good person oh my god uh, <laughs> or a team player or there was some reason but oh, you well. are a team player that's weird they didn't think i was but i uh, so it was every year they go to king's island which is a, a amusement park yeah. a big fuck off amusement park used to have this whole deal with universal so there's like Star Trek shit there all the time. Oh, that's cool. I don't like rides. It's just not my yeah. thing. So I told them, so on that one, uh, there was a family thing I had to go to, which was Cody picked, my brother Cody picked me up. We, or no, Cody was getting a tattoo at the time. He was getting his uh, Joker tattoo, which was really cool. So I think mom picked me up, uh, came, came home. Me and Cody got so high <laughs> and watched uh, Akira and Jinro because they were on sale at Walmart and he just swiped them. Swiped them. Because <laughs> he like worked super late there. Either, I'm pretty sure he swiped them. Uh, and we tried watching them, but fuck. 
Jin Ro is a slow burn. Yeah. I don't remember a single thing about it except I was bored out of my skull and it's supposed to be one of the best shows ever. Yeah. Best movies. So, I could, and Akira was just, eh. It was okay-ish, but eh. It's like, man, fuck it. Just put in some fucking, uh, God, what was it? I think watched Full Metal Panic again. <laughs> I love Fumofu. I actually just love Full oh. Metal Panic in general. Oh, God. So okay, before I talk about mine, I have to get angry. Why? So, Full Metal Panic came out again. There's a new season. I haven't watched it. Don't. Oh, fuck. Because guess what? Episode 4 is a clip show. Why? Episode 8 is a clip show. Why do they do this? Because, apparently, a show that hasn't been out for over a decade, alright, they don't know how to fucking pace it out. So, oh god, the animation is so shit. Oh no. Because it's all rushed and horrible. It is so bad. That really bums me out. It is so bad. The first two episodes are really good, but it gets so bad. I am <sighs> pissed off. I couldn't even finish it. I'm on like episode nine. Apparently Callum fucking betrays them. You know, the, uh, yeah, uh, no, yeah. Sexy daddy. Yeah. yeah what the sexy fuck? beard daddy. Apparently he's with the bad guys. Since fucking when? That's bullshit. I know. I don't even want to fucking watch it. I'm so pissed God. off. Because I have every... I have the original series in two different formats because I can't find my fourth disc. I bought the Blu-ray because I can't find my fourth disc. Yeah. <laughs> my fourth volume, I should yeah. say. Because those were back when there was like two discs. Yeah, it was two discs. You'd have like one. three episodes on a disc because... Uh, they they couldn't compact you know, them. That series was so great. I loved I loved that regular Full Metal Panic, the first season or whatever, was serious most of the time, but had enough levity in it to Fumofu keep. Fumofu was actually yeah. more like what the because the comic and started Fum- out kind of like Fumofu. Fumofu was great because it was like a slice of life with mechas occasionally. Yeah, it's what great. What I liked is uh, the comic. You start out, you don't find out that he's that it actually that he's not for shit. Mm-hmm. That he's not just a nut. Hmm. Un- like the sixth issue. Hmm. The sixth so main you spend story. Six books thinking you, he's just you a weirdo. Spend six stories thinking he is fucking crazy. <laughs> because the first issue is a uh, is the first episode of Fumofu, except it's Chittery who gets the I. Uh, the message yeah. and he blows up her locker yeah. <laughs> and then the guy gets pissed off because he didn't because re- she didn't read it <laughs> I and so oh of God. course they do the fucking they do the uh the shonen thing of a girl you're upset at a girl so hey let's kidnap and possibly try to rape her oh, because fuck. sure go for it why not who the fuck wouldn't but, enjoy uh, a good reading? it's oh so yeah and then he just comes up and just fucking damn near murders them all it's great it's oh, great God. it's beautiful and amazing and uh <laughs> i need to take the time to read more manga yeah i need to get back into it uh okay so oh, do you were gonna say something no oh. i'm good tell me about silver Spoon. all right so silver spoons you know how uh what makes stories like mob psycho and one punch man great is the fact that it's and and hero aka is about how they deconstruct. They're trying to deconstruct the Japanese yeah. mentality of where you're nothing but what you can do for society. They're, they're trying to make them feel like they are individuals yes. and they they matter. And, yeah, 
the only thing that matters is getting into a good middle school so you can get into yeah. good high school so you can get into a good college yeah, trying to break so you can get shit. a good job yeah the means justify the ends and the ends is that you win yeah. it there's it's it's a horrible mentality to have and and it's been the, a very the social zeitgeist one. is starting to understand that and you have shows like that that are showing the that individualism can actually be a good thing. Beneficial. It's as well as still being like with uh Heroacus, you are uniquely you, yep. but you still have a duty to society. It's, yep. it's great. You can you can meld individualism with with the mindset of uh I like the way a stupid uh brawl anime put it. Alright? <laughs> it was uh it was high school rumble. That fucking show. No, no, no. Not Skull Rumble. Not no, Skull Rumble. No, okay. Okay. It was about a bunch of uh, kicky punchy people's kicky punching okay. each other. And solving everything with violence. Uh, okay. So. Oh, it was like Food Wars? But oh. with actual wars. With actual wars. People can like set up fights out of nowhere to decide things. Holy fuck. That's so, I, uh, the way The way the principal put it in one is uh, Jap- Japan has no centralized religion. Yeah. Their religion is society. So when you're judged by the eye of society, that's it. That's what, yeah. That's all that matters is the eyes of society. That's a good way to put it. It's also nice to know that that whole setup was done way before Hiroaka, way before One Punch, yeah. and way before uh, Mob. Well, One Punch was before Mob, and they were saying people, so of course it was before, anyway, oh. Tautology. I. Uh, <laughs> fucking word kills me every time anyway that is the main premise of a silver spoon okay there's this kid all right uh you go uh hotchkin and what a funny fucking name that well, makes it it's, it's basically it's eight man is basically what in it there's a re- they actually explain why that's his last name they they in the comic they have a story about his ancestor about how his people freaking, uh, how his family got started. Yeah. Was a fucking prisoner who was running away. Oh, fuck. And he was trying to think of oh, a name. My- it was during, like, one of the wars, and he, like, comes into this border oh, town. Oh, my and God. So he's like, oh, God, oh, God. Um, Like, they ask him his name, and he just looks around. He's like, okay, okay, okay. Shit, they have, like, eight horses. Um, <laughs> uh, Hachi. My name's Hachi. Eight. So, or he was like, I'm, 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 I'm Hotchkin. There you go. My name's Hotchkin. <laughs> So yeah, I love that. It's, <laughs> she felt like having an origin story for his name. Oh, I love shit, it. That's fucking great. I love Hiromu Arakawa. Yeah, she's fucking great. Yeah. So the lady who did I uh, who did Full Metal Alchemist, and you can see that. You can see that once you see Beppu, which is just this fat dude with a bulbous nose, or this guy <laughs> who has like dark hair except for this little bit that's out in the front in oh orange, who looks like one of fucking the uh, Mustangs dudes. Yep. It's great. And there's this kid who's got like this slick back hair except like the bangs that shoot out like that. It's, oh. it's so. <laughs> I love it. I'm it's excited. perfect. Her style is beautiful. I love her style. It's also wonderful for this setting, uh, for the show. Interesting for the fact about her. Sure. Marikawa, yeah. she learned how to draw by scraping money together and once a month paying to do an art class. And she did that for years. Huh. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and it's about this kid who was on the prep school track in junior high. Okay. But he jo- He decides to go to a boarding school in uh, 
uh, I can't remember where it was. Kaido? But, Isn't that uh, the farming place? Yes. Right? Yeah, okay. And he went there, and people are asking him, like, dude, you're a smart kid. Why are you here? It's like, well, because it's a boarding school. Is it? He is wanted, it Hokkaido, like, the Kentucky of Japan? <laughs> a little bit. But uh, he just wanted to get away because he had a nervous breakdown. That's oh, right. Oh, okay. A 13-year-old kid had a nervous breakdown. Uh, that's pretty normal yeah, in Japanese that's society. that's the problem. Yeah, that's but, a big fucking problem. So he has this whole issue with the fact that he ran away. He couldn't handle it. He wanted to get away from his because he was he was always a uh, he was always compared to his brother. He was who, tired of feeling like he wasn't enough. Yeah, because he, he, he was compared because his brother got into uh, the most prestigious school in all of Tokyo. So of course he he has to too. You know, he not, has he has all this stuff to live up to. Not he, all your children are gonna be. Oh, and his dad's know? a cunt. Oh, I'm fucking his dad's sure. a super cunt. But I, uh, so it's all about. That's what the story's about. It's about how he ran away, and the small solace that he gets from because he's just a city kid. Yeah. Then he realizes that the math class is a junior high math class, so he's like, "I'm gonna have the best grades in this he's entire place." He's gonna be the top dog at fucking but, school. Hey, guess what happens right when he makes this decision? Two two of his uh, two people next to him start having a conversation about proper cloning methods and how that's going to affect the uh, the agricultural world. Oh, shit. So half the class starts going into this real deep fucking uh, scientific uh, conversation. So that whole idea of, oh, yeah, he's smarter than everybody gets shit in the bed. Real fucking because quick. Because guess what? They're take, they're talking about college-level fucking eugenics over here. They're ta- they're ta- because it relates to their exactly. industry. And that is... Yeah. That where that is where the first sign of what this show is about gets you, because it's a boy trying to be the best in a society. No, he's he not even trying. He just uh, he just he felt like he would be okay oh. doing that. He'd be okay being the best. Like he could at least have that. Sure, yeah, he's the top of the school. Like when they did the midterms, he beat him by a hundred. Damn. But he never got an uh, a one hundred percent in anything. Oh shit. Quite a few of the other people got a hundred percent in half the stuff. Oh. So that it's one of those things. It's where just because you think you you know one thing, like it's all about your preconceptions are fucked. Yeah, that's the concept of this. Like, if you think you're only good for one thing, you're oh, you, this is all that matters. It's not. It's not. because that mentality it it pairs that Japanese mindset of results, results, results to the simple fact of slaughter well, of it, animals of raising animals for yeah. slaughter. Because if an animal doesn't produce as much, if it gets a slight abnormality, it's, it's gone. Yep. And it, it shines a light. It, it's not a. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just there. It's just how they live but, their life. But yeah. it's not how people should be. It's yeah. a nice little overarching uh, plot of it is, and it's just about this kid's preconceived notions just getting shat in the face. That and that, you know, the idea that people are as disposable as creatures are. And yeah, and it's about him learning how to be a functional human because in one of the arcs, he go, uh, he stays with one of his uh, classmates and helps on her farm. Yeah. Of course, it's a love interest. I was it to ask. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's such a cute story. Aww. Oh, my God. It's it's one of those things. You know they're going to get together, but you still just... You enjoy yes. watching the yes. cute so little slow they are fumbles. Just, and... They are both so stupid and so <laughs> cute. And she is a 
idiot when it comes to people. She doesn't even get that he's into him. And it's just beautiful, Fred. It It is beautiful. Sounds fucking adorable as fuck. Anyway, God, dude, I had a whole plan of attack on how I was going to explain this, but (laughs) shit. Uh, Fuck, fuck, fuck. Gather your thoughts. Take a moment. Moment of silence for all our favorite anime heroes killed. Fuck off, Fran. Yeah, thank you for that moment of silence, you jackass. (laughs) Oh. Anyway. (laughs) Shit, I. But it sounds it sounds in in general and it's it, like and a coming we of age about, story. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is the best slice of life anime I've ever seen. Really, because, hands down. You think? Hands down, because not only is it about you know learning, uh, fi- figuring out your place in the world, even as a high school student, you also learn right along with Hotchkin about this world, about honestly. Societal norms good, and growing no, not up just that and... the the rural life. Oh, as yeah. much shit as you try to as you can think like, oh, they're just they're just bumpkins. They're just hicks. no, they're not. Yeah. They're yeah, sure they don't have the same uh, desires or wants as you because well, they have different things that they need that they yeah. want. Well, it's it's and also you have you have a society where they look at him when they find a pizza oven or a, a, a brick oven yeah. and he says that you can make pizza. They freak out because they've never had pizza because yeah. they can't get delivery, but yeah. he can. He, in turn, is so jealous of them because their food is so good because it's fresh. Because they that's have, the only way they they have the freshest ingredients. They have the uh, access to the best food he's ever tasted. Can I just that, say that's what's great about Mexico and why I love Mexican cuisine? Really? <laughs> yes. Nice. Really. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. If you can get it fresh, like that, and it's just a great thing. It's, it's the grass is greener kind of thing. And it's, and you learn all this weird, cool shit right along with it. Like him. cool agricultural shit yes. and stuff. Yeah. And I, I mean, I hell, love- there is an episode where they just go about making cheese. I love informative anime. Or it just doesn't tell you full on, but it tells you but enough. Yeah, it's like, so cool. And then you see like, where he's like, hey, I never even thought about, uh, grilling some corn with some uh, soy sauce. I think that's why I like Shokugeki because uh, in Food Wars... I super want to make that yeah. fucking loaf from the first episode. Dude, I want to learn how to make that fucking egg rice thing he makes because that looks Oh, really, the gelatin thing? That yeah. looks really fucking good. No, fuck that. I want that goddamn potato loaf with the oh, bacon bits. I God. want that. <laughs> Bob, we need to make a Food Wars night where we try out shit. Oh, don't fucking tempt me. I'm not trying to tempt you. I'm saying we're going to do that. I would love to do that. I would love to do that. Because that would be so fucking cool. There was a lot of amazing dishes. And that's what I love is that they describe in pretty good detail the ingredients they're using and how they're cooking it and why it's being done this way. Like, it's so cool. And so it's awesome that Silver Spoon does that, that it gives you a look into the agricultural community that you wouldn't have otherwise and looked into. Do on you know own. what the main storyline is for the first series? Yeah. He, I, uh, he is grappling with the fact that he named one of the piglets. Oh. And by the end with, in three months are going to get slaughtered for gonna bacon. to eat it. No, no, they're just going to get slaughtered because yeah. it's the, in three months they will be sent off to the slaughter. And he, 
he doesn't know how because he knows he needs to get over. He needs to he needs to crash across the Rubicon yeah. because that's how life this is. is. Yeah, this is a block, and he has to figure. And him being him, he has to try to figure it out. That and was who he is. He hard. he he gets involved even if he oughtn't. Because I mean, heck, there is a scene where he finds a dog. They find a dog when they're cleaning up, and his first thought is like. Well, I guess I can keep, I, I guess I have to, I'll take care. I'll figure out, I'll get its shots. We'll figure something out. I'll figure something out for it. And he's just like, God, now I got to figure something out. And everybody's freaking out. I was like, holy shit. He took on that responsibility without yeah. even thinking. What the, he is so, like the things he think is a burden <laughs> to him. Everybody thinks, everybody else thinks yeah. he's awesome for. He's so awesome for doing and this yes, stuff. And yes, that is why I like him. But okay. I, think- I do project upon Hodgkin. I think a big thing is that it sounds like Hodgkin's character in general has always been kind of... He feels like he failed. Yeah. So he wants to make sure... He hates the fact that everybody else is failing when they have a dream and he does not. Yeah. He hates that. So he bends over backwards to help their... Try to help their dreams. Help, help. Because he gave up on himself, which is the sad thing about that story. Yeah. Is he's just a kid. He should... Everybody is doing to him, for him what he is doing for everybody, but he can't see it. And it's it's sad, but uh, the arc for the first story is him trying to figure out just how to process the information. It, will, he get, will he get over it by just swearing off beat? Then somebody get like, do you want a piece of beef? He's like, oh, fucking A. He's I like, can't get rid of beef. Yeah. Uh, and I and him just trying to figure that out. And a great little parallel of that is he's not... And he... He has, of course, an uh, an angry relationship with his brother, who's yeah. you know the one who who's got it. number who's, one. Oh, hey, guess what? Hey, here's another way I could fucking yeah. imprint on him a brother who everybody fucking references him solely as a reference to the brother. Yep. But here's the thing: he dropped out of school. Dad He's no longer anyone? in college. No, he flat out just dropped out because he realized how fuck he got into the college because his dad. To make his to let his dad have his moment. Yeah. It's like, guess what? I got in. Fuck you. He didn't do it for him. He did yeah. it for someone. Then when he realized that, he did. He did with more confidence what Hotchkin was using as a way to run away. This great little parallel where he 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 has a strange relationship with him, but boy, you're all in the you're in the same boat. You guys are in the same boat. You, but you act you you're using that runaway as. You failed and you ran away. And the the principle is a great thing. It's like, there is nothing wrong with running away. Yeah. Absolutely nothing wrong. Are you saying the time that you spent here, the time that you spent with these people was not worth it? If oh, you think it was okay. worth it, if you think it was worth it, then you have you didn't failed. fail. Yeah. You just stopped doing something that wasn't working and started another avenue. You're yeah. not a cow. You're not going to get killed for not working. He was explaining to him what's what. So many people in our generation seem to fail to notice is that if you fell at one thing, that doesn't mean you failed at everything. Even you if just, you fell at that one thing, just that doesn't failed. mean you failed, period, yeah, at that you one just, thing. You just, that one thing just obviously wasn't for you. And there's a whole... Unless that one thing you fell at was not killing something. Yeah, but... If you <laughs> fell at not killing something, you don't get another try. But, but it's serious. Like, there's so Unless many... you know necromancy. Then you have all the then tries you in have the world. all the tries in the world. Well, you have quite a few tries because eventually that skin is just going to slough off. It depends on what kind, what, whose theory of necromancy you're using. Because there are some mythos where you you're all powerful. You would need a lot of power 
to stop the decomposition or use the magic to hold the body together. There's no sense in it. All right. Are alchemists and fulmin alchemists, could they be considered necromancers? Because they take dead people and then reform them and bring them to life. No, no, because I, uh, uh, when they created the mom's body, they didn't use the mom's body. They just used a grouping of stuff. That's they true. They copied. That was a copy, not a, not a, a resurrection. Yeah. Well, they th- th- those are the ingredients that make a human's physical form. Yes, but necromancy is is controlling the, the body. Death, the body. That's true. It's also the magic of life and death. So technically, healing somebody is necromancy. In D and D, necromancy is the magic of life like, and death. I was like, it depends on whose myth. Fucking no, but, healing yeah. word should be a necromantic spell huh. because it's the power of life and death. I uh, spare huh. the dying. I believe is a necromantic spell. All right. Also, super hickey is a necromantic spell. <laughs> but anyway, back to the thing. Uh, so he, the way he resolves it is he buys the piglet. Pig. So of course, no. When it's because he not only does he raise it, it was the it was again the eighth of the litter. So it was eight hotch. Yeah. Can I just tell you real quick? Yeah. My grandmother did this thing to us where she we didn't know. Why she was doing this until the moment happened. And they weren't allowed to, my other siblings weren't allowed to tell us. Like, we just had to do it on our own. So it was finally my year to pick a lamb and raise it. And I was so excited. And I took such good care of this fucking lamb. And then my grandma goes, okay, come with me. And we slaughter it. And that was the most harrowing thing I've ever experienced. And, And when she did it, she straight up said, this is how the world works. She's like, you took good care of the lamb. You made sure that it stayed healthy and happy. And then your grandma a Baptist. It. My grandma is a hardcore Mexican Christian woman. So, so almost a Baptist. Who's, yeah. Who's, <laughs> She's who's, almost crazy enough for a Baptist. Who's grown up in a, in a ranching community. So like, like you said, it's, it's their way of life. It's how it is. It's not wrong or right. It's just that yeah. their life. That's how it goes. And so I can already, without having watching the show, I can relate to his struggle of having to have to be okay with killing yeah. this pig. And then you honestly know how it goes. Because when he says he'll buy it, they're like, oh, do you have any idea how much it's going to cost? And after you graduate, he's going to take care of it. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm buying the meat. Yep. When he says that, he's like, oh. So he buys the meat. He he uh, goes to the uh, food processing department and gets a bunch of... Basically... The whole school's built like if there's something you want to do, just ask. They'll let you. Fuck yeah. They'll let you experiment. And one of his uh, classmates is like, "Hey, does that mean if they uh, they let me make a robot?" Oh my! Because he's a fucking nerd. And with like he oh, when he shit. describes what a heck with like how big of a heck acre is because yeah. he says his people have like fifty six heck acres and they're like. How much is that? Like about the size of a Macross. <laughs> oh no, my god! Fuck, that's big. That's, that's fucking, a skyscraper. That's amazing. That's powered by like J-pop. <laughs> oh my god! But, <laughs> but oh, <laughs> fucking Macross. Fucking but, Macross. Uh, so yeah, he gets he goes there and uh, has one of the people there teach him how to uh, make bacon. Oh. Wants to do it himself because hey. Uh, pork bowl was he's on it was his pork bowl yeah he named it pork bowl it's so cute but uh, so yeah it was uh and that was the that was that that's how the art culminated it's like he it's how he learns in this is 
he oh my god i'm glad i'm watching the second season again because it's so good yeah but here's the worst the worst oh god the show stops at the end of their first year the book continues his entire time there why don't they fucking make the show continue the rest of everything because there is a god and he hates me (laughs) he hates us because if i'm gonna watch this i am so but uh it's so good it's so good i really wish i could if if i had spent all this morning going over my notes yes my notes of the current 1200 word expression i think it's 1200 word it might have went up to five by now i think i'm at 5k words on this that i keep trying to explain (laughs) myself but how good this show is i would have been able to properly explain it but there's two factors and why i'm having a trouble with this dear viewers uh you know i almost feel like for you one of which i will make sure i post this on on twitter she has this banner that all I can think of is face <laughs> off. Yeah. All right. And I keep on thinking about this. That's half of the other half is fuck it. I was playing Warframe all morning. <laughs> that game is so fun. We have it on the switch and the computer. Get it. You have it on the computer. Yes. You need to get me on steam so we can play this. I want to play this game with people. Yes, I will. I'll get you. I'll add you. I want to play this game with people because I had, it was me, uh, and uh, the only good thing about Destiny, the only, no, 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 the only good thing about Destiny is game. when me and Red were playing the first one, uh, her brother was helping us for a bit and then she hopped off and her brother's friend hopped on and I was playing that game with those two for fucking ever. Yeah. Like we would constantly play that. Then they started telling me about how they were playing Warframe. I thought it was a mech assault game. No. So I wasn't paying attention. Then they had me get it. So I started playing it. And that was all we did. That's all we would do is play Warframe. Well, the cool thing. I was in. That game is so much fun with people. I love playing it with people. I miss playing it with people. Fuck yeah. Bob, I'll play. Um, One of the things, too, is that everybody always bitches about how Warframe's copycat in Destiny. I'm like, bitch, this game has been in development. That game was 2011. That game has been in development for. No, that game's been in development for. I think it's 13 years. Uh, it w- it started out as Dark Sector. Yeah. It was a sequel to Dark Sector. Yeah. So, I mean, they've been, they've been it's working. It's been out since at least 2011. Yeah. It, the game has been out. Yeah. But they just had, keeps evolving. Yeah. yeah. They've had it in development even before that. They knew they wanted to make this game. Yeah. That for game is beautiful. Time. And it is way better than Destiny. And it, it also, it predates Destiny in any way, yeah. shape, or form. Yeah. It, it doesn't feel like this crappy grinding, which is what I didn't like about Destiny. It felt like terrible grinding and doing the raids was so fucking obnoxious yeah. to the point where I was just like, I'm done. I don't like this game. There's nothing that interests me. But Warframe has a compelling story. And you now have a hoverboard (laughs) which is okay here's the thing you're so used to anything you get on there is a blueprint that you then have to make i after i did the shit in fortuna i was looking forever to try and find the blueprint to make the k drive i didn't know they actually gave you (laughs) a k drive they never just give you the thing the Arcwing launcher? You have to have a dojo. You have to be in a dojo just to get the blueprint for it. Oh, shit. Or pay a platinum at the thing. Like They do a great job of... The only problem with Warframe is you have to have platinum to expand your inventory and Warframe slots and weapon but, slots. But that's, that's it. it. 
Every, everything else is free to play, oh, and you no. can just earn. Also, f- uh, one other problem. True Warframe Endgame is Fashion Frame. You have to buy the color palettes. That sucks. Eh. Now, every holiday, they give it one out for free. I forgot yeah. to log in for Thanksgiving to get one, but uh, that, that bit sucks. If they've made a way you could get there, but... They did add something the ribbon market. Yeah. Once you get once you get uh do the story, you do all the junction shit and you start unlocking the ribbons, the Kuva stuff comes out. That's a way to easily get platinum. Yeah. Because people will buy those. Well, and that's that's that game But somebody had to pay money. What what drew me to that game was the fact that just about everything can be gotten through hard work. You don't have to there pay is for a slog if this is how I know for a fact, because I originally never really saw the slog, because it's about... I, I like having fun just doing survival yeah. missions, which is how I get my slog on, but when I started playing on the computer, I wanted to get the Kuva injector, yeah, or the Kuva implement. What is it? 120,000 Neospores? Nanospores? Fuck, that was a slog. Yeah. That was a grind and a half. But here's the thing. That wasn't a, oh, well, they just want you to pay actual. No. No. You know how much, like, if you buy with platinum, you only get, like, 200. So, no, it wasn't. Nobody in DE would tell you pay money for that. That is not worth it. That is not worth it, bro. Nobody in that company would. I buy every pack. and Not every uh, prime pack or vault pack. I buy them. You can easily get them in game. Yeah, I was like, you can. You, I never. You know what the loot boxes are in that game? The I uh, the the I uh, you know those the list pa- the yeah. uh, the relic packs. That's it. And guess what? You get those with Syndicate Rep. <laughs> the the only loot boxes, I guess, the card boxes. You the can card get cards, yeah. But nah, the only real loot boxes in there you get with fucking Syndicate, Syndicate. Rep. Cheap too. You play one mission, and you, you get can get two them. boxes. It's 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 what it's for example, like when I played League of Legends, now super hardcore into it. I never paid for anything in that game because there was no need to. I'm not interested in skins. I'm not interested in color changes. I just like enjoying the games. So games like Warframe are perfect for me. Yeah, because I don't have to. The, like you said, the only thing I'd have I to paid pay because I paid them because I bought them because I wanted to pay yeah. them money. The, I wanted them to. I want them to continue doing what they do. Yeah. So I gladly paid. So I gladly paid. So I did buy the we- the extra weapon slot shit pack, whatever yeah. thing they had. But that was it. Everything else, I've just worked really hard to try to get stuff. Because I don't like the fact that you had to delete things just to add more space. And here's here's the other thing is that it's enjoyable grinding. It isn't. That's one of the things I hated about Destiny. You're flip ninjas in space. It's the shit. It's fucking great. And if you don't, if you want to learn how to be a proper flip ninja, go to the Plains of Eidolon. (laughs) Because then you learn slide, jump, double jump, roll, slide, jump, double jump, roll. No, God, it's, just, it, it's a oh, great game. Uh, although, uh, at the, I gotta explain something that Claywell learned when he, like, he's like, man, Destiny, like, our Warframe, I don't get that, because I told him about going to the planes, like, I don't fucking get it. Me and my dude, we went there, and we died in five seconds to nothing. I don't know what happens, like, did you go at night? Yeah. Yeah, that was the first time I went there, too. I was fishing. 
Or like one of the entire, like first time I saw it at night, I was just fishing and it turned to night. Yeah. And oh, guess what spawns right beside me? The fucking Eidolon. Boom. God damn. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, don't go to the planes at night. Don't go to the planes at night, guys. Until you have your operator mode. Dear <laughs> God, because you need your operator mode to hurt the Eidolon. Fuck yeah. No, oh. but it is. It's such a great game. I'd say, really suggest it to people who are yeah. looking for a fun kind of grand it is game. the it is one of the best action games and it's great because they're always updating it they're always yeah. listening to feedback and they're always updating it and they're always adding uh stuff like there's a mission if you go to a the bazaar or if you go to one of the relays and talk to one of the uh vendors mm-hmm. he sends you on a mission to help his buddy clem that was a joke on the reddit yeah yeah and the current joke on the reddit is fortuna 69 <laughs> <laughs> they are keeping that server alive. That server has been alive. They will not since... let it die. No, there is always someone there. And guess what the latest hot... Fi- oh, and yes, the reason to play this game is the hotfix notes. Yeah. If you've ever played that game, we're playing the game when the red text started popping up. It's the funniest fucking thing I've ever read. Fuck yeah. And that one, it actually explicitly said, hey, we're going to be updating the things. Please, 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 Fortuna 69... Get with everybody else. Make sure somebody stays online so everybody else can log out and do and log out when other people get back so you can have the hot fix. Yeah. Even the devs are wanting to keep Fortuna 69 alive. It's fucking good. It's such a God, and well, they and love their community. The, they the, really well, do. Because the community, and this is one of the things I noticed, they are the least toxic community I have come across. Oh, yeah, you get toxic shit heels, but Everyone, that's just because people can be. Yeah, yeah. most of the people wa- genuinely want to help you, will genuinely give you great advice. Because they all agree yeah. that the game does not tell you shit. Yeah. you That is a wiki game. You have to learn it. Yeah, it's definitely a wiki no, game. No, it's not a thing you have to learn. You have to... Fucking, you have to wiki it because you don't know. You will never know. Yeah, but that's the one. That is the that is the one shit thing about the game is, I don't even know. I still don't know how to unlock the Ortis mission, where you learn his history about you. the fact that he yeah. was actually a fucking I. Uh, oh God, what are they called? He was an Orican. Yeah, Ooh. who was punished? Your fucking ship AI was punished to be an AI. Because oh. he wasn't a horrible human being. That sounds brutal. Uh, how far have you gotten into the story? Not very far. I spend a lot of time fucking around. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely definitely uh, hop up on the computer and I can help you out with a bunch of shit to get that stuff. Because the actual story, when the, the, the when you find out what the Tenno are, it's so sad. Oh, no. oh and if you've unlocked, uh, if you have, what is it, Mercury open yet? Get fucking. I think so. Uh, fight the boss. Oh no, it's it's either Mercury or Mars. Uh, the Grenier boss there. Farm him until you get an Ember, and read the Ember story and the Codex. Okay. The Ember story and the Valkyrie and the Valkyrie story are so fucking sad. Well, and that's one of the other things too is that so far, like, I am super invested in the characters and in, in in the lore, and it's it. There's so much information to just get sucked into and to just really like get invested into the world and the characters and oh the first time you see operator mode freaks you the like for me because i played before operator mode came out yeah so when you when that happened 
Was that a big switch for you? It fucking blew my gourd. <laughs> it fucked me. It fucked me ragged, dude. Oh, shit. Holy shit. That, that, oh. It's funny because I actually just started playing it like three weeks ago. Because Brandon, Brandon was looking for a game to play while he's at work because he's doing all this overtime. And someone on Reddit suggested doing Warframe on the Switch. Now, it doesn't look as nice on the computer, but it still runs really well. And it's pretty much yeah. the same. So... Brandon was Oh, and in, that game plays better on a controller. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. oh my god, you have to you have to change your keybinds. Yeah, oh no. When I first got on there, for some reason one was the dash thing. The jump the or oh, the, god, the dash slash. Busted. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I don't like this. Oh no, it is that is the one thing. If yeah. you play that game on the computer, you have to fix the controls. Oh yeah. They are bunk but as it is, fuck. It is if you don't have a computer but you do have a switch, it is a great game. Again, it's free. You don't have to pay for it. You just have to pay if you want the extra slots, which I do suggest you do. It's not very expensive, and it makes a huge difference in the gameplay. And I highly, and if you want, uh, if you do want to pay, uh, right now, Chroma Prime, yo, <laughs> Chroma's an awesome frame. It's it's clown shoes, but <laughs> I like the I like the I I like to unlock a lot of frames. You do a story mode, yeah, and that. I think the best story for a frame I've had so far is probably Titania. Her story is really it's fucking, fucking cool. Great. Because she's not a Tenno. Like it's not a, it wasn't made by a Tenno. It was made by an Orican who because oh. the whole thing is well, they were all technically made by the Oricans, mm -hmm. but it wasn't made specifically to house or to it wasn't then perverted into a Tenno and the whole thing about Warframes is they're the infected. Yeah, well, they are the same as yeah. the infected. That, that, that is that why. virus. the the yeah. the orcan vi the orcans release that virus, and then they found a way to uh, preserve people. Yeah, yeah. So that's what the that's why uh, some uh, some of the missions when you're fighting some infected or when Alad V when he when you're fighting the mutilist Alad V he talks about how he can sense you because, because he you're one of your, them. Yeah, he can sense the. Yeah, okay. and that that's a lot of that's brought up in the Nit and the Nidus story, and I haven't that's got through cool. that because you have to do this really stupid game mode thing that pisses me off. But yeah, oh fuck, such a good game. God, it's such a good game. I like that we went completely off. Of um, it, have you met me? <laughs> well, I mean, fucking I'm like, hell, I'm like that too. This is an hour, this is two hours now. Damn. Fuck. Okay, I'm calling it. I feel like our sessions are always really long, though. We yeah, because we hardly hang out. I know. I'm terrible. I'm a terrible recluse. You're not the only one. Uh, if only we both weren't recluse. Right. <laughs> only I had a car or had a lot my license. If I was able to fucking at least drive, like if it had only been my left leg, hey, that had the hey, fuck issue. Hey, you're you're full of shit on that one. Because you've been able to drive all this time. No, I haven't. No. Before this. Yeah, before this. But see, I also didn't have all the free time I have now. Cause that's, that's you'd my, be at work. <laughs> that's 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 my biggest thing is that like I the only good thing about being off is that I've realized how much being on graves and particularly the shift I'm on really sucks. Yeah. Because my day is seriously wake up, take care of my kid, make Grab a dinner. shower, put on a little makeup. No, I don't put any makeup on. <laughs> 
Get ready for work. Why'd you leave your keys upon the, the table? Bable. Did you want? You and wanted to? No, I didn't want to do any of that. <laughs> but seriously, like it's it's so monotonous, Bob. Yeah. It's, I just work and sleep and watch my kid, and that's all I have time to do. Yeah. And it's fucking rough. Yeah. Nicole's in the same goddamn boat, and like she's fucked too. Fuck, yeah. So it's just like that's the only thing that I'm like. Well, at least now I have free time to like see people and do shit. It's just that I can't go anywhere. If, if it had seriously been my left foot that got fucked up and not my right one, not only would I have been able to still drive and go out, but I probably wouldn't have broken the other hey, fucking half toe. Half of your wish has been granted. Your left foot is now fucked <laughs> my up. My left foot is now fucked up at the same time as the right one. Oh, kill me. <laughs> oh fuck all right so that's about gonna do it for this episode fuck yeah uh, <laughs> a lot of rambling sorry god guys. man i need a nap after fucking helping scott move or scott pack <sighs> i'm sorry oh, he's moving away. yeah they'll be back in a couple weeks though we'll have to definitely plan something yep uh part of that is also going to be exp- oh that could be part of the baking thing yes because i it's something we've been meaning to try because he everywhere he's had a pretzel pizza, it's been bad. It's like, well, I could, well, I guess if you get a wide enough pan, you do the mixture, you do the uh, the the brine, the, the alkaline brine. the alkaline yeah. brine thingy. You make the you make a smaller pizza. You put it in there. You make the pretzel bread, and then you turn that into. Shouldn't be too hard. Do you want to bake them or fry them? Yeah, some places fry pretzels, and it gives nope. the outside a crispy texture and the inside really soft. A pizza. Oh, you said, well, I mean to do the crust. Pre- if you no. fry the crust and then melt everything on top. Nah. Like you gotta bake it. Nah. Nah, just do a whole bake. Nah. Do you think it would bake well? Anyways, we're getting off topic. We're trying to That's say That's the whole point is we're trying to, it's, we're trying to figure it out. Oh, you know what else <laughs> sucks? I was talking to, uh, so for my team at work, I was like, you know what? I want to bake. So I sent them all a thing, a sourdough or a brioche. All but one person said fucking brioche. So now I got to do a fucking sourdough starter for one fool. What is up for white people who like fucking sourdough? It ain't bad. It's terrible. Fuck you. It's the Uh, worst of the breads. (laughs) They're better breads. It's good bread. Okay. Shut the fuck up. It's peasant food. But one of them was like, hey, you know, uh, I was like, the way I described it is brioche, which will make great uh, French toast, Amazing. or sourdough, which is great for everything but French toast. <laughs> and her reply was like, you know, brioche, but when I was over in the Nashville office, uh, the place I was staying at, they had a, a a sourdough French toast. I didn't get it, but I was curious. Ugh. And so then I started thinking of how that would work. Oh, so now no. I'm trying to piece together. Now, if you... If you're going with a savory breakfast, if you do with a savory mixture, you use... I guess it probably wouldn't be bad. You wouldn't have to put anything sweet on no, it. No, like it's just battered bread. Yeah. But if you're not doing sweet, if you do something different, like, like maybe for a little bit of sweetness, use some ginger, not a lot, just a or little. Or you could do like like a country gravy and pour that on top. That's what I was going to do. That's all I was saying. You have that with like a... Have that with some gravy and a sunny side egg. Yeah, but then you have to fucking poach an egg. It's not that hard, dog. It's annoying. No, it's not. It's like the easiest way. And also yolk isn't my favorite thing. I don't like yolk either, but it's you're giving me a good idea for when (laughs) I can cook again to cook Brandon's meal. Because he's he's super into breakfast. Dude, that's what I was going to do. If you weren't going to have a thing, I was like, you know what? We'll record and then fuck it. I'll make you all some food. 
<laughs> uh, I was like, I was like, you know what? I'll make you all the fucking uh, biscuits and gravy that I've been making lately. And, Brandon oh my God. loves that kind of stuff. I like biscuits. I don't like gravy. You'd probably like my gravy. No, I don't like gravy. Any gravy at all? No gravy. You don't like liquidy? Oh, what's the fl- what's? It touches everything on the plate. Ah, it stresses me out. See, that's what I like about it. I like making a a, a jumble. Well, that's what everybody does, and they always tell me, "No, that's the best way to no, eat." No, no, no. If that's no, no, you yeah. have OCDs. Yeah. That makes sense. I'm like, I'm not fucking. It sucks, but yeah, I get. Yeah. But no, that that's my steez. That's why I like it. Well, of course it's your steez. You're from the fucking south. Fuck you, you racist prick. <laughs> I'm a regional prick. It's not racism. I'm not accusing you of being some white fuckboy. You just, racist. Just a hillbilly. You racist. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Okay, we're going. I'm stopping this shit. <laughs> uh, you can get us, uh, if you want to email us at brother, uh, at gmail.com, Twitter at ABQ Podcast. Podcast. I pause so Jake can do the AB, uh, or, oh. yeah, capital A, capital B, capital Q I thing. I always forget about that No, part. I paused it so Jake can do it. Uh, <laughs> great. Good. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... Fuck, I'm I'm burned already. I'm dead. How are you getting home? Oh, just don't worry about it. Uh alright, uh until next time. Yeah, that's how it ends. Uh we here at Brothers Coral would like to remind you no one ever truly wins an argument. And I'm not a brother. Yet. What? <laughs>